Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. I am your host, Maurice Cerullo. It is Tuesday, August 11th, 2015. We're on to episode 10. Shit, 10? Officially, double digits. Wow. Yes. I thought I was going to get tired of you guys after episode 3. Just kidding. Episode 2. I've been tired of these since episode <laughs> 1. <laughs> That's why we have such a good repertoire, as they call it. Or so I've been told. My mom tells me that. Um... <laughs> Bit of a delayed episode here. I apologize to everyone out there in podcast land. We had a few uh, technical difficulties last week. Um, here with my cohorts, as always, Eris Tejeda, Eris, how are we? I'm good, man. By technical difficulties, do you mean like the impending apocalypse <laughs> yes. that hit Rhode Island last week? I mean the storm of the century. No, the storm <laughs> of the millennium. Hyperbole. <laughs> Listen, man, were you on the road? Nope. And shut the hell up. That is our other cohort, Victor Amoyo. Victor, how are we? Were you affected in any way possible by the storm of the lifetime? <laughs> Absolutely not. Wow. Wow. Um, yep. It was terrible. It, yeah. I woke up and it sounded like the gates of hell had opened up above my head. True that. It was the loudest thunder I'd ever heard. I just remember laying in bed like, it was really loud. <laughs> not knowing what was going on outside the world where, you know... The, heaven was opening up and people were dying and there were people screaming in the streets and then it took Eris like two hours to get to work. Right. <laughs> Zeus was throwing thunderbolts. <laughs> and Legit. I we lost power and I had to shower in the dark and I almost fell and then I had to get ready everything in the dark and I live in a cold dark basement like a vampire so mm. I couldn't see shit even when the sun started shining. <laughs> so it was terrible and yeah, it was awful. Yeah. And yeah. we didn't have power that night. At a recording studio, aka my countertop. <laughs> so right. we had to delay a week because the rest of us were busy the rest of the week because we're all such, you know, popular fellows. Right. Fellas, fellows, whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, here we are. Here we are. I got it back the next morning though. It's actually really good that it came back at 5 a.m. the next morning because my phone had died because I couldn't charge it and then everything started beeping <laughs> and it woke me up at 5 a.m. And I was like, oh, what time is it? Oh, my phone's dead. I probably would have slept forever. I was also on call. We wouldn't work. have missed you at work. Well, I was also on call for work, so if someone called me, I'd be like, sorry, I can't help you. Oh, I'd have been pretty mad at that. Because <laughs> I was like, call Ayers. You'll figure it out. Right. Yeah. Well, I would not have enjoyed that. Yeah, there was, uh, and it was just, there was stuff everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, all the pictures on Facebook and stuff. And yeah. it's funny, because people, here, here's my quick little uh, tangent real quick. Because mm-hmm. when people post stuff like that, I don't care. Like, you can post all the pictures you want. It's a crazy thing that happened out of the blue. And then the people that are like, oh my god, everyone just shut up about all the stupid feathers about the trees. Who cares? There's just a little wind. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> you shut the fuck up. Let people enjoy their crazy weather phenomenon. I just hate both, man. I'm agnostic. Equal I opportunity. T- fuck y'all. <laughs> I just don't go... On Facebook, to post something, whatever. I don't care. Oh, hey, like, look at like... me. A thing happened. Great. Woo. Oh, fuck you guys. Don't tell me a thing happened. No, just both of you. Shut up. How's that? Right. If you don't like it, don't comment. Don't like it. Just shut up. Right. Shut up. Keep it moving. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just keep it moving. Just help people put their fences back up. I've got the trees Facebook. Yeah. I see people's things. I see their lives. Yeah. Like we all do. Right. I don't feel the need to comment on everyone's stupid shit. Yeah. Hey, good for you. You just got some new lipstick? Great. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Fantastic. Unless I have something really, really funny to say. And I'll say it. That doesn't happen very often. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's usually Codex Prime podcast updates. Oh, man. Oh, man. So we've had a few weeks off now. Um, not sure if you guys have done anything. I mean, last week with that, that night, I uh, when the power was gone, I got home and I was like, what do I do? 
I just fell asleep. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I Lucky did not power. lose power. The, the That's way good. I was affected was uh, all work-related. Mm. It was straight up the... I thought the zombie apocalypse had happened. Yeah. There were uh, trees downed everywhere. There were ambulances and fire trucks everywhere. <laughs> I tried to go and I tried to be slick. I'm like, oh, hell, you all these people here, they're chilling here, stuck in traffic on the highway. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go around. Guess what? There's a bunch of other people that have the same idea. So I ended up just driving around the entirety of Rhode Island yeah. trying to find a way to get back on the highway. And it took me two hours to get to work trying to get around all the freaking trees. Like there was, there was a ginormous tree right in the middle of the highway. Legit, in the middle of it. Wow. And they had cleared out a side, like one lane of it, and there was a cop like waving people through just one side so you pass by, and there's like a tree literally scraping your windows as you drive by. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And uh, yeah, but once I, uh, once I got to like Route 37 and Route 95, I was like the only one on the highway. It was hilarious. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Everybody was just stuck in traffic behind me. Back in the day, they used to do the thing when you're in school where they'd say, oh, make a fire plan for your family and go over it so in case something happens, you need to escape. Nowadays, they should say, make a zombie apocalypse plan with your family so right. you all know where to meet when shit goes down. Because <laughs> if you think about it, if power's lost, Wi-Fi's lost, what? Who am I? What am I? I'm, you're stuck. Everyone you loved is gone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're lost to time. <laughs> I'm from DR. Mm. I'm used to power outages. <laughs> Seriously, go back to the island. I am used to being without power for extended periods of time. Mm -hmm. It is nothing to me. But when you're within like a 10 by 10 island, like 10 by 10 feet, it's easy to find everyone. <laughs> Here, it's a little bit more difficult. You know what we do? Power goes out, mm. we say, oh, se fue la luz. We go to the porch, the balcony, we chill out, we tell stories, pepito stories. It's awesome. Go to the Westchester, have a pint, wait for this all to blow over. Just like that. <laughs> Pretty much. That's what I was going to do on Tuesday, but then the bar also had no power. So <laughs> I, went to, I fell asleep. And there it is. Wow. Oh, God. Oh, God. So uh, anything else besides, you guys do anything fun besides, uh, you know, outage, palooza, whatever? It's been a few weeks now. Vic, mm -hmm. you get up to any, anything crazy? I watched a few movies oh, over gosh. the past couple weeks. Yeah? Anything yeah. about power outages? Oh, no, I wasn't affected in any way. <laughs> I, I, I live right in Providence, so right. power was up and running like <laughs> 7 in the morning. Right. The only, the only danger Victor's in is some person in the ghetto driving their freaking motorbike like <laughs> towards a podcast. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, watch anything good? Yes, I watched uh, three movies. All of which I recommend. Ooh. They're all in theaters. Well, one of them just left theaters. Uh, first movie I watched was Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Okay. Which was pretty good. Although I do prefer Ghost Protocol. I think that's the better film. Mm -hmm. But Rogue Nation is pretty enjoyable. I have not seen a Mission Impossible since Mission Impossible 1. Because really? they killed Coach Bombay. And I will never <laughs> forgive them for that. Because I, I, when, I was, when that first came out, I was of, of Mighty Duck's age. Mm -hmm. And I just remember while I was watching the movie, I'm like, oh my god, Coach Bombay's in the movie, it's me, it's me, it's me. And then he's like, gah, gah, dead. <laughs> in the top of the elevator. That was terrifying to me as a child. Continue. <laughs> so yeah, Rogue Nation. Uh, it's a, lots, lots of solid action. Um, if, you're, if you're a fan of Mission Impossible movies, then there's no reason to dislike this one. Mm -hmm. Although, like I said, I, in my view, Ghost Protocol is the best one, and, and it's my mm. favorite one. Um, but yeah, check it out if you get a chance, if you have nothing better to do on a weekend. I also saw two other uh, independent features, which I recommend. One was a movie that played at the Avon uh, 
Cent Theater on Thayer Street mm -hmm. called Tangerine. Mm -hmm. And Tangerine is this movie about this uh, transgender prostitute named Cindy Rella, spelled S-I-N-D-E-E, -E, last name Rella. Okay. Oh, man, I thought it was going to be about orange-like fruit. I really like those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, in, in that movie, uh, she's fresh out of a... A month-long stint in jail and she's on the war path looking for her former boyfriend slash pimp mm -hmm. who she hears is uh, sleeping around with this fish ie this uh, this um, cisgender woman mm -hmm. and she's on the war path trying to look track him down trying to beat him beat a motherfuckers ass and the, and what's interesting about that movie is that is the entirety of the movie is shot on iPhones Ooh. yeah and with uh, with these white anamorphic widescreen attachments mm -hmm. to the lens mm -hmm. And it looks really nice. Yeah, it looks like these uh, saturated colors, which kind of gives you like this like um, glossy grit of Los Angeles where the movie takes place. Mm. So that's that's a really good movie I recommend. Uh, wh whenever it comes out this year, probably on on demand or Netflix, you should check it out. And the third movie I saw, which I which I really like, and I think uh, and it's been getting really good word of mouth, is The Gift, with which is the uh, uh, directorial debut of uh, Joel Edgerton. Who was also in Warrior? Okay. And uh, this movie it stars him, uh, Jason Bateman, and Rebecca Hall. Mm -hmm. And oh yeah, 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 I know what you're about. Yeah, it's like a psychological thriller. Yeah. Where Jason, where um, Joel Edgerton, he plays this guy named Gordo, mm -hmm. who uh, who who re-enters uh, this guy's life. Simon. Yeah, it's Uncle Owen. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that, <laughs> that Uncle dude. Owen from episode two. Two and three. Yeah. yeah. And um, like he's he's like an old he's he, he's he claims that he's an old friend of Simon's, who's uh -huh. Jason Bateman, who's like this uh, very successful uh, businessman, and uh, and Gordo's trying to very awkwardly and creepily trying to re ingratiate himself into their lives, and mm -hmm. he comes around whenever whenever uh, the guy's at work and only his wife is home, so he comes around, he leaves them gifts, you know, he kind of leaves them little notes with happy faces on them, and he tries to you know kind of. Kind of like you know, try to be their friend, mm -hmm. but then but then uh, there's like this very sinister undertone. He has his reasons for being for re-entering his life, and as you watch the film, you realize, oh man, these this 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 uh, not only is this Gordo guy a creep, but you kind of feel sorry for him. But then you also see how Jason Bateman's character is a piece of shit. <laughs> but then it, but then as you watch the film, you kind of realize that no one's really no one's no one's really leaving unscathed. No one's really coming out smelling like roses. Mm -hmm. And to say anything more would kind of spoil the whole film, but this is a film that I really recommend you guys check out. I remember seeing the trailer for this not that long ago. Yeah, the the trailer doesn't make the doesn't do any favors for the movie. The trailer oh. makes it sound, look makes it look mad generic, and the movie is anything. <laughs> any, the movie is anything, but whoever cut that trailer needs to be fired. <laughs> so definitely check out the gift. It's a great movie. That, that trailer told me everything I needed to know about that movie. Nah, trust me. <laughs> gave away the whole movie. Right. Nah, tr trust me. You think it does, but when you watch the movie, you'd be like, oh man, you'd be pleasantly surprised. Same person that made the Ant Man tra trailer. Yeah, a little yeah. in the throat there. Yeah, what a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> I'll check that out. Yep. Any other movies? Any trips to the library by any chance? It's been a while. Uh, I haven't been to the library in a in almost a month. Whoa! Uh, there are they calling you? Okay. <laughs> trying to get you to come back? Have they closed their doors? Maybe they shuttered their so windows. Much. Yeah, but uh, I've I've been uh, I've been buying a few graphic novels here and there. I've been mm -hmm. on a graphic novel kick. I just finished two uh, Wonder Woman. Graphic novels. Nice. Of course you have. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Paradise Lost and Paradise Found, both both of which are have plenty of good action. Mm -hmm. Really recommend. And what was those. that uh, you had just mentioned to us the other day? Um, 
about the the combo that DC is doing, the DVD combo. Oh yeah, um, Best Buy uh, this week yeah. uh, they're they're selling um, these hardcover graphic novels. Mm-hmm. With the uh, DVD versions of the uh, animated films, yeah, the adaptations. Yeah, I actually looking at that online today. I might yep. purchase one of those, maybe uh, two. Yeah, you should. I bought four of them. And oh shit! And they're <laughs> and they're fifteen. You're serious about this? Yeah, they're they're fifteen bucks a pop, so you're getting a really good deal. So I bought uh, Batman Year One, mm-hmm. uh, Wonder Woman, Gods and Mortals with the Wonder Woman animated feature, uh, Batman Black and White with which comes with which comes with uh, Gotham Knight. Mm-hmm. And the fourth one was um, the death of Superman, okay. which, which comes with uh, Doomsday. Yeah, uh, those uh, DCs is way too confusing for me right now. I can't even keep up all their comics. Like, just like uh, like Batman, in his like soul run is gone now with Jim Gordon. But he's also uh, that he's whole still, convergence thing. But he's like, in Justice nobody, League. That did not go over well. With one. <laughs> Superman is like depowered, but powered in Justice League. Oh, shit, oh my god! My I think he has to chop his wedding ring. That means he's divorced. Don't tell nobody that happened. Uh, um, yeah, so I can't keep up with all these. But that is a good deal. I like that. DC's animated stuff is pretty legit. I went to um, Newberry Comics the other day. Oh yeah. Is that before or after you saw Resurrection F? Fucking jerk. <laughs> this was long before. This was actually a little bit ago, a couple of weeks ago. Hmm. And uh, I was perusing the uh, comic section, and uh, they had this one spinning rack labeled clearance, everything's 99 cents. The entire thing was Convergence Comics. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, Wow, way to go, DC. Yeah. Way to crap out a friggin' summer event just because Marvel's also doing one. Right. Though Marvel's is actually planned way ahead of time and coherent and good instead of <laughs> your garbage. Mm. Yeah. DC really needs to get their shit together. Yep. So, um, past few weeks, besides, that was all you did this past two weeks, just went to Newberry Comics at one time and then went home every other time? Oh, are you asking me, uh, yeah, uh but oh. <laughs> so, uh, my daughter just turned one. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We should have recorded, recorded an episode at the birthday party. We should have. We're all there. Yeah. Can't believe you jerks came. Yeah, me too. Childless jerks. I came for the food, so. <laughs> I came for the, for the children and the food. I mean the food. It was. I found it really strange that you were asking all the kids to spit into a napkin for you. <laughs> You're listening to the Codex Prime podcast, and uh, we thank you for tuning in. So, Aris, how was the? Uh, tell us about the uh, the daughter's birthday. Pretty fun so, stuff, huh? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Aria turned uh, one years old over the the weekend. Happy birthday, Aria! Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was cool. My wife did an awesome job planning the entire party. Uh, you gentlemen were there. Yep. Uh, I asked Victor to be the photographer of the, uh, party. And, and took some mighty fine photos, if I do say so myself. Yes, sir. You know I, how I haven't seen them yet. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was standing behind him the entire time. They, they, they did look very good. I did see a couple, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he, uh, graciously, uh, agreed to do so, and he, uh, did a fine job. Uh, and Maurice and Angela came by, which is cool. Uh, we had a lot of, uh, a lot of good food, good Dominican food there. Everybody seemed to enjoy themselves. Uh, and, uh, yeah, man, planning a kid's party is friggin' exhausting. Mm. Uh, I, I will be the first to say that my wife did, like, 98% of the work. <laughs> You're still so lie. tired. You're Not still so tired. She did. Uh, yeah, man, it's like, you have an adult party, and all you gotta do is make sure your house is semi-clean, you got some booze, and maybe some food, Yeah, and you're fine, you're good to go. 
kids party, man. It's a whole different ball game. We had to do this shit. In a ball pit. Decorations. My wife had like little art stations and craft stations for the kids. Yeah, that's right. I ripped like, that shit right off the table. <laughs> <laughs> Those little like goodie bags. Those all had to be packed by hand, man. I should have taken one of those. I didn't even think of that. I did not pack any. My wife and her sister and cousins and my sister, like, they all did that stuff. I did none of that. You, you lazy did. bastard. <laughs> you did get ice at one point. Listen, I did a lot. Like, I, I got all the tables and ch- I did the man work, okay? <laughs> I did heavy lifting. Hmm. Uh, no, nah, but uh, everything turned out really good. Aria seemed to have a good time. So, funny story, party starts at 4.30, right? Everybody's invited, 4.30, people show up. Um, right at 4.30, Ira knocks out. She's just like, oh, hey, you got a party? <laughs> just knocks out. Just, just screw you guys, I'm napping. You ain't disrupting my nap for nothing. And uh, yeah, she woke up like around 6. Yeah. That's party. She showed up to her own party. <laughs> <laughs> and she kicked everyone out. It was weird. Right, man. Aria, Aria can be a little angry. <laughs> a little after her nap, she can uh, <laughs> be a little upset. <laughs> Nah, man, it was it was uh, it was cool. It was really cool seeing uh, my my daughter interact with all the other kids and have a good time. And she was she was having a blast. She had a smash cake. Mm. She just put it in front of her, and she just got to smash the cake. She didn't smash as much as I was hoping for. No, she did not. I she's wanted a, that shit she's everywhere. She's a gentle child. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that smash. All I'm everywhere. saying is, after watching her, yeah. mess with her smash cake, I want my own smash cake. <laughs> why can't Why can't adults have smash cakes? It'll be super Who fun. Who says you can? You have a cake and just beat the fuck out of it. Who says you can't? You can get a shower That's afterwards. A good question. Mm. Oh my god, I'm totally getting a smash cake. <laughs> 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 anyway, that was the biggest thing, but um, yeah, I've also I also uh, checked out a couple of things. So uh, you, you've alluded to it already uh, last week. Mm. Uh, Res- Dragon Ball Z, yeah, Resurrection F, yeah, debuted in movie theaters, mm-hmm. and uh, they had it here. And I went with a couple of buddies uh, to Providence Place to check it out. Uh, first off, shout out Freddie. He bought tickets for everybody that was there from our group, which was mighty cool of him. Nice. So thanks, Freddie. Yeah, Friend of the show. That was real cool of you, buddy. Yeah, he does our artwork. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, man, it's down, holding it down. He also came to Aria's party, brought her gift, a really nice a little, little gift. So cool. Yeah, Freddie, awesome, nice. Um, so. We, 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 we went there um, expecting it to just not be all that full because it's a friggin' anime movie. Uh, turns out the entire theater was packed to the gills. Nice. And it was nothing but nerds. So we walk in there and we're like, holy moly. Like, there's a lot of people here. Uh, we go up, uh, find seats. Shout out to the uh, fine folks who moved. Uh, over <laughs> to let us uh, grab seats together, me and my buddies went. Um, and it was just cool, man. The movie's really good, first off. Uh, it was really funny. Uh, a lot of good laughs in there. Uh, and de- pretty good action and everything. It brought back like a lot of uh, your, your old characters, you know. Uh, Adult Gohan is still a super Little bitch. bitch, yeah, whatever. I'll never see that movie. Bitch. Actually, I want to see the movie, so <laughs> I do want to see it. <laughs> Goku still Goku. Vegeta is the angriest person ever. He says everything angry, no matter what. Thought he got over his anger. That dude, no, that dude said cheese angry. 
Like somebody asked him what's on pizza, and he was just like, "Cheese, bro, calm down, good lord." So he's uh, he, he's still Vegeta, and uh, there's a really cool Vegeta surprise in that movie that oh. I did not see coming. Let's just say a friend of the show, Furman, was uh, pleasantly surprised. His favorite character has been Vegeta ever since uh, he was a child. And uh, I think his, uh, oh, oh, it was a zenith of his life. All of his dreams came true. It was the realization of his uh, journey uh, in humanity. He's done. He can die happy now. Nice. Wow. That's, that's a good So, uh, yeah, definitely go watch Resurrection F. But um, I want to talk more about a little bit more about the experience there, which is really cool. Like I said, it was the theater was completely full. It was just full of nerds. And throughout the entire movie, like when they would make references or characters would show up. Obviously, we haven't seen these characters in in that type of setting. I never, obviously, I've never seen a Dragon Ball movie in the movie theaters or anything like that. Um, but obviously it was like getting reintroduced to these, you know, old friends and every time somebody would show up, like the entire theater would cheer and clap and they like somebody would be making jokes and usually you'd be like, oh, that's fucking annoying. But no, it was totally like a shared group experience and it was a super fun time. Uh, when you go see it, hopefully you will actually get to catch it in the theaters. Mm. I totally recommend it. I hope, they, I hope they extend it one more week at least. And, it's making uh, a lot of money. A lot of theaters are getting full with it. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Mm. Set like records for anime. Yeah. Uh, it's in the top ten now, just barely cool. being shown. Like one showing a day. Yeah. Hopefully they extend it. I yeah. think they will. Yeah, they should. Um, but yeah, man, it was it was actually like a really really cool experience. People were were just uh, having a good old time. A lot of camaraderie. Everybody knew. Everybody knew Dragon Ball. Everybody grew up watching. It was like ninety seven percent dudes in there, but that's fine. We all got along. It was yeah, cool. That's good. It was a good time. So, um, yeah, man, if you have a chance to actually catch that in that setting, I highly recommend it, especially if you grew up watching Dragon Ball. It's very much classic Dragon Ball. Frieza comes back. And, uh, you know, it, it's if you, if you remember the, the, the whole Frieza saga, like a lot of uh, callbacks to that get made. Mm-hmm. Um, all the characters uh, that, that were involved in that also come back. They leave out Yamcha. Because they're just like, oh, we we didn't tell Yamcha because he's too weak. And we're all just like, ah, man, yo, the Wolf Fang Fist will wreck a bitch. Is that something they really said in the movie? (laughs) Yes! Wow, because even Tien had a spot in the trailer I saw. He's in there. He's the one who says that. He's like, oh, I didn't didn't tell Yamcha to come because he's too weak. He would get his ass kicked. (laughs) And I'm like, no, that's my boy! Oh, man. Where's the Wolf Fang Fist? I was waiting for the Wolf Fang Fist the entire movie. It didn't happen. I was so mad. Yamcha couldn't even beat a fucking Cyberman. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Stay out of town. Listen, Yamcha's dead, bro. You want to get hit with a Wolf Fang Fist? I could probably avoid it. <laughs> probably. I definitely could. <laughs> fuck Yamcha. Oh, God. That's wow. Was, um, I can't believe you're a Yamcha hater. What was uh, the little guy's name? The little clown guy? Yeah, Chaozu. Chaozu. Is he in there? No. Yeah, he, he gets mentioned in the same thing. He's like, I left Yamcha and, Yao- and Chaozu back. Yeah, that's yeah. They're too weak. Chan's legit. He bitches. held back Cell. Almost died doing it, but he did it. Listen, bro, T- Tian is also a weak bastard. Sure, but he's the strongest of the weak bastards. <laughs> well, him and Krillin. He has that. Krillin Master Roshi was in there. I saw that. In the Master village. Yoshi was thugging it out, man. He yeah. was going head up with dudes. Yeah, Master Roshi's legit. Legit as hell. That dude was throwing Kamehameha's with one hand in that bitch. Oh wow. Yeah. Everyone go. He's the originator. Everyone go hunt to the OG. Kamehameha. 
Remember that? <laughs> Cool. I remember when Gohan was cool and yeah. he was not a little bitch. Not a cupcake eating little bitch wearing a green fucking tracksuit like a cupcake eating little bitch. Yeah, that Gohan. He totally that does. So, he looks so dumb and his he hair was dumb. He is super dumb. Oh, Ever God. since he got with Mr. Satan's daughter, it, it's been Fidel, downhill yeah. for him. Yeah, he sucks. I was, I was saying, if I'm Piccolo, his mentor, He's his martial arts master, I'd be disappointed. I would be so disappointed. <laughs> so friggin' disappointed in that dude. Uh, so yeah, that uh, that's uh, Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F. Go check that out. It's really, really cool. If you have a chance to see it in theaters, please do. Cool. Support your uh, independent film releases. Mm-hmm. Victor knows all about that. He's going to go see Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F. He loves supporting independent filmmakers. Yeah, he's halfway through the Dragon Ball Z animated series right now. He's on right. episode like 10. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know which Victor you're talking about, but... Uh... Actually, halfway through, you'd be more like episode 150. So you got a long way to go, Vic. Yeah, Better keep it going. Yeah. They mentioned power levels at one point. It was so cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any of these characters, but uh, but yeah, just is, bro. All you need to know is that you do not want to catch a wolf fang fist. <laughs> you, do, you do not want to fuck with the wolf fang fist. Okay. I don't think anybody wants to catch a fist of any kind, but I'll take your word for it. Especially a wolf fang one. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But uh, but uh, I was looking up on Box Office Mojo and um. And the movie's in limited release, but it's been doing quite successful. It's been quite successful. Um, right now, it's made uh, $5.7 million domestically. Mm-hmm. And, That's only uh, like 10 theaters, yep. which is legit. Actually, yeah. well, 100, 183 theaters, but... That's still pretty legit. Wow. Because most places have got like thousands, right? Yeah. 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 A couple were like thousand. Yep. Probably and doing better than Fantastic Four if you... <laughs> <laughs> you do a quick comparison, yes, it's doing considerably better than Fantastic Four. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, but that movie was doomed from the very beginning. From the very, very beginning. Yeah. I, man, that, that's been... I can't wait to read, like, a, a true Hollywood story. Yeah, I was going yeah, to say, I can't wait for, like, the, the insider book that comes out on that, because <laughs> that shit, like, in the reviews are reading, people are like, it starts off, you can see it's a good... It starts off really well, and then it gets really bad. And there's, like, scenes in the trailer that don't even make the movie. Like, no, the, that one scene where the thing is jumping out of a helicopter. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's kind of cool. Not even the movie. Seriously? Yeah. That was like the coolest thing the thing did. I hate how the thing looks in this movie. Oh, yeah, it was super dumb. I don't know whose idea it was to make a fully CG thing that has like no expression on his face. That was a terrible idea. Yeah. The whole thing about that character is that he's like a big teddy bear in a rock body. Yep. So stupid. Yeah. You take out all the character out of that dude. That's terrible. I f- uh, that's awful. Yep. I want them to just send Fantastic Four back to Marvel. Yeah, currently Fantastic Four sitting at... Sitting at uh, 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ouch. Damn. Yeah, like, I was reading, like, today, all the back and forth between the director who disavowed it on Twitter. He totally did. The day it came out. Yeah, he's like, there's no movie. If this is the one I wanted, it would have been really good. Yeah, yeah, he tweeted something like, uh, something to the effect of um, the the movie that he had in mind, the one that he actually planned for, that's, this is, this is not the version that we got. Yeah. Well, he's, he, a step further than that he said he had a cut a year ago yeah that he was extremely happy with and it would have gotten a lot better reviews yeah they did reshoots the theatrical mm-hmm. release there are reshoots yeah. so, so if you're like he's Fox saying he had one balls. done and he was like nobody's ever gonna see this yeah yeah and from all the all the reviews <laughs> that i've uh, watched and read all of them say the same thing like this movie has no second act like yeah. it's all exposition, and then like the last ten minutes is where all the action is, and then cut to credits. Wow! Wow, that's weird. And even the action sucks. 
Wow. Sounds like it, yeah. Definitely some sort of weird reshoots there. And that director is no longer on the second Star Wars anthology movie because mm-hmm. he got dropped from that because of like weird pushback. I saw Chronicle and that was a pretty good movie. Well, but it sounds like, was he, sounds like he couldn't handle a big budget. big, And then they get the studio bumping in all the time. I mean, if that guy was going to go do a big budget movie, Fox was probably not the place probably, to start. The They're terrible. They're, the they have a reputation for being yeah, terrible. Yeah. And with this, and what's I was pretty ironic about this version of Fantastic Four is the fourth adaptation, and uh, and it hasn't worked. Right. Um, this movie, just like the first uh, unreleased Fantastic Four movie, the Roger Corman one, the B movie one. Mm-hmm. This the only reason why this movie was made was so Fox can retain the rights. Right. They really didn't care one whit about the quality. They didn't want Marvel to get the rights back. Well, here's the thing about the quality, though. I feel like if they didn't care about the quality, why the hell did they sign up such a talented cast? Like, that cast has talent in friggin' spades, and they signed a hot director. I feel like they definitely cared, at least enough, to to get people who could theoretically pull it off. And then things went to hell. I don't know how, why. Like I said, I would love to know exactly why that all happened. But they definitely had the the make. It's like I was interested in seeing that movie before all the reviews came out. I was going, to, I was planning to go see it. Yeah. Even though those trailers were terrible, I was still gonna go see it. Yeah, I think that they got they they got a, they got a solid cast. I think it was mostly like for name value. They figured, oh, we can get some butts and seats. Mm. You know, people recognize my Miles Teller. You gotta. Michael, yeah, but there's a, I don't know Jordan. about name. I feel like those are like really good up and coming young actors that don't yeah. have that kind of crazy name recognition yet. Well, with Miles Teller, he's got a lot of strong buzz for Whiplash last year, which yeah. is really good. And Michael B. Jordan for Fruitvale Station and Chronicle. The, like you said, the thing looks stupid. Uh, Mr. Fantastic doesn't have great temples. He's a kid. Whoa. It was more like the ultimate. Invisible Fantastic Woman yeah, has a was. really bad wig. <laughs> And the Human Torch is African-American, which is cool. I get it. Whatevs. I don't care about Fantastic Four. Do whatever you want. But they didn't even look like Fantastic Four. They weren't even wearing the, out the, the, the outfits. The outfits are like super dumb. Whatever it is that they're yeah, wearing. Yeah, like, I saw a picture. Scary. I'm like, they all just like Michael B. Jordan looks the most legit out of all of them. And he's not white. And that just tells you how bad the rest of them look. But they're all, like you said, they're talented. But I was like, I'm like, they just look dumb. That was my response. They look dumb. I thought. I, yeah. Michael B. Jordan's probably the biggest reason why I was going to go see I like game. him a lot. He's really good at Chronicle. <laughs> he was, he's really good in Chronicle. Really good in Fruitvale Station. Hmm. He, was, well, he was only in a couple of episodes of The Wire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a legit dude. So it's not like... like, that, was wasn't a, like that wasn't like a stunt casting. Like, he was really guy. good in the final two seasons of Friday Night Lights. Uh, he's yeah. been in things. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It was definitely not... like Yeah, it was... He looked the most legit, and they weren't even wearing superhero costumes. Yeah. And the first two Fantastic Fours were... costumes, whatever the hell those are, look super dumb. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like, I don't know, science suits? I don't know. Mm. But the first two, like, did, in the theater, like, they didn't do amazing, but they did, like, okay for their time. But mm-hmm. now that not, but now that superhero movies are expected to make, like, trillions of dollars, Ant-Man goes and has, like, a $65 million opening weekend, and people are like, oh, it could have been better. That's, that's still really good. Mm-hmm. It's still really good. Totally. So, chillax, everyone. Well, you just can't do $20 million because uh, Dragon Ball Z almost has half that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, we got really sidetracked there for a second <laughs> about a movie none of us even saw. That's right. It was, the news. <laughs> it was in the news section. True. Um, I also saw Terminator Genesis. Oh, Ew, gross. Oh. You know how much I love yeah. Terminator. 
God, do you ever. <laughs> Terminator 2, to be specific. I do not love Terminator 3. I like Terminator 3. I think we've talked about that before. Yeah, we have. Go watch it again. You're an idiot. No, never. It's a good movie. No. It's better than you think. Nope. Mm, No. It's not. not. Go read the reviews. female Terminator was terrible. She was the worst. TX was terrible. Go read the reviews. She was awful. Go watch the movie again. No. Better than T1. It was a horrible movie. It was not good. (laughs) I want to smack you better than T1. Terminator Salvation was meh. It wasn't terrible. That, that one was Christian Bale. So that one was bad. <laughs> See, no, Christian Bale was man. It was watchable. No, Christian Bale talked in his Batman voice while a human, which is weird because he could do a straight Bruce Wayne voice. I don't know why he did it, but he did it. We've talked about this before. We're back. Know, We're on different was, sides of the. the he was the savior of post-apocalyptic humanity. Okay, maybe he thought he had to sound gruff. Leave oh. the man alone. Leave Christian yeah. Bale alone. Yeah. So how so how was Terminator Sega Master System Genesis whatever it's called? Uh, it was decent. It was. It did not live up to the legacy of Terminator Two or Three of or One or mm-hmm. Three, but it was better than Terminator Three and Salvation. Oh, I'll yeah. give it that. Oh. It was better than that. Okay. They they at least tried. Um, they, they they at least tried to make it interesting more more so than the last two movies so, attempted to. This is the movie where they go back in time to 1984 mm-hmm. and then find out that in 2015 there's going to be. Genesis. 2017. 2017. Right. So instead of going forward in time, like, I don't know, 10 years, they go to the day before everything goes down. That's the movie you're talking about. That's the one. <laughs> that made no sense to me, but that's how it goes down. They're like, cool. instead of us going back and stopping it before it can even be coded, yep. let's go ahead and do the launch day. That's cool. Wow. Right? We can do it. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Let's make it sure. It's the movie where... Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator, who's now like a good guy from the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, even from 1984. So you saw the trailer. Yeah, like, yeah. He just shows up and he's like, I'm old Arnold Terminator. I just killed a young Arnold Terminator. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So that's pretty cool, actually. I actually like Arnold in this movie. Hmm. Old Arnold is actually, he's actually turning out to be like a halfway decent actor, which is weird. Hmm. I never saw that coming. I keep meaning to watch Maggie, that, that was, movie. That was good. Oh, was it? You've seen it? Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been meaning to watch that, so that's good. I'm glad uh, I'm glad somebody that I know actually likes that. Um, so I'll have to check that out. I've been meaning to. Um, but yeah, he he he's probably like the, the bright the brightest spot in the movie. Like Daenerys Targaryen was not all that great. She was fine. Mm-hmm. She was kind of annoying a little bit because she was like super angsty, and we're supposed to believe that she loves a Terminator and shit, but she doesn't sell it all that well. Like, I feel like Arnold sells it, sells it way, way better than she does. <laughs> but anyway, that's that. This is the movie where during Linda at one point in the movie, you know how they go back the day before the launch. Sure. Like at one point when they're actually talking about their plan to uh-huh. how to stop Skynet from going online, uh, the Terminator's like, "Oh yeah, I totally got a construction job here while this whole building was being constructed." I, I could have just stopped this like the whole time. What? Huh? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> this entire compound that we're here trying to infiltrate right now? Yeah, he'll build it. So he has all the blueprints and shit. Wait, did he go in time? Wait, hold on. This is old he Terminator? He yeah. goes forward in time too. He does not. So he's just playing, he's just killing time for all these years. Mm-hmm. He could have stopped Skynet single handedly, but he chose not to. That's the way I took it. This is way better than T3. <laughs> it was an offhand comment where he's, they're just like, how do you know this place? And he's like, 
I got a construction job while this was being built. <laughs> Fucking writing. So here's the problem with this new Terminator. Oh my is like god. When they're talk they're doing an interview before and they're like, oh, who oh. sent old Terminator back? And they're like, We'll talk about it later. Oh yeah, they never said who Yeah, was if you're making a movie and you're planning on it describing essential plot points in a sequel, then you've already lost me. That was a legit like cliffhanger. Like I had they talked about it the entire movie. Yeah. And the credits roll, I'm like <laughs> well, I hear that all will be revealed in parts two and three. It's well, going to be a trilogy, apparently. Unfortunately for them, uh, it did not do really well. Yeah, so I, they I might have to bring it. Christian Bale back. <laughs> no, they're gonna they're gonna move forward with it because you really? know. Oh yeah, interesting. Because all because you know they're they're taking Marvel's cue. You know they want to have like a sequelitis. They did have a little post credit scene, but no one saw it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you did. Yes. So, uh, but um, yeah, it had decent action. Like the John Connor Terminator thing was dumb, just like I so thought it. Dumb. When that trailer came out, I'm like, did they really just make John? I'm out on this. Mo- I'm out. <laughs> I, also, I really, yeah. Full disclosure, I really love John Connor, the character, and ever, like I just love him. Ever for a long for life. That was so dumb. When I saw that trailer, <laughs> and that was like the big spoiler thing. Whatever. You can't really spoil it when it's in the fucking trailer. Yeah. But you know what? I knew it. I knew it. They tried to fool us with that first trailer. The Asian guy? Well, yeah, that, that Asian guy was in that movie for literally like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny part. It was like, oh, hey. So, cool. okay. So, cool. T-1000. So, they kill, they kill the first T-800 in the first movie that took like an hour and a half to kill in like 10 seconds. 10 seconds. And they kill the T-1000 mm-hmm. who it takes another entire movie to kill in like yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Just, totally that's okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sweet. So, what about the TX? Did the TX show up? No. No, because it would have fucking Thankfully. murdered them all. It would have murdered them all. Thankfully. It would have murdered them all. Basically. Skynet would have won. John Connor Terminator was the TX of this movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, and now, that, yeah, they got, like, that guy that played Doctor Who. He's in the future. But he was... I don't want to talk about it anymore. What? <laughs> the guy that played Doctor Who. He was Matt in the future. Yeah. Oh, okay. He was the one that... Captured Mac, uh, John Connor in the future. Oh, I, I've he played a seen, Doctor Who. I've never seen Doctor Who, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, um, what, what, where were we with Terminator Genesis That's and bad. all those stupid plot points? Yeah, like they, they don't reveal who sent Arnold back. Yeah. Uh, the end is they like they have that post credit thing and like right before the movie. It, like the end was actually kind of cool. The action is actually pretty good in this hmm. movie. They have a couple of really cool action set pieces. Um, I feel like when she's not having to emote with Arnold, Daenerys Targaryen is just fine. Like she's cool in the action scenes. Uh, Sarah Connor is tough and all and, and whatnot. She plays her sufficiently tough, uh, mm-hmm. and that's all fine and good. Uh, it's worth watching. Like just if if you've got you know two hours to kill on a day that you've got nothing better to do. Well, let's rewatch T three. Why not? No, don't do that. So watch the crane scene again. Do that. It's not. It's not canon. Okay, T three is not canon. None of them are anymore. Apparently, <laughs> no. Parts one and two will always be canon. Oh, yeah, James. That's all I consider is James Cameron. Other than that, I don't yes. give a fuck. Yeah, James Cameron liked this movie. So movie. what does he even know? Go make Avatar, you loser. But anyway, the last thing I do want to mention quickly mm. is uh, the Strain. I started watching the Strain. That's a really good TV show, created by uh, Guillermo del Toro. Apparently, it's based on a series of books. I have no idea. Mm. Um. And it's about uh, vampires taking over New York City. Nice. And Corey Stoll plays the main character. He, you might know him as the bad guy, Batman. 
Bald dude. Oh, look at that. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, good. Darren Cross. Nice. Ant-Man. Nice. Him. Uh, he's the main character of the show. He plays uh, a Dr. Ephraim, and uh, he's basically like the dude who kind of gets in there at ground zero and finds like the very first victims, and he ends up falling in line with this old gentleman called Mr. Satrakian who's been fighting the vampire since World War II. And uh, it, it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's a, it's a it's a pretty cool show. Good suspense. It's not like it doesn't hit you with jump scares like The Walking Dead used to do. Kind of builds up some suspense and story. There's some creature stuff in there that uh, Guillermo del Toro is uh, really good at, um, and and he's pretty famous for like you know. Uh, non CG, um, yep. you know, monsters. Uh, I wouldn't say in the Pan's Labyrinth mold, but kind of the, that quality. If you kind of remember mm-hmm. the the quality of how the makeup effects were done in that movie, yep. um, very much of that quality, I would say. Um, so yeah, uh, that, that's good. It's a good cast. Pretty pretty good show. I'm like midway through season one, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, getting on to season two of that. It's really good. Nice. nice. Maybe I'll check that out. Yeah, I'm kind of over vampires. I like Darren Cross. Wow. He was pretty good. You're over, you're over vampires? <laughs> you're over zombies? What else is there? Are you over werewolves? Oh, yeah. I've been, been over werewolves for a long time. I feel like werewolves don't get enough credit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for their TV show to come out so I can not watch that one. <laughs> I will stick with uh, Netflix Wet Hot American Summer. No. Oh. Is yeah, that been up that's what I've been wanting to. Yeah, oh, right. so one of my favorite comedies of all time, Wet Hot American Summer. I've never seen that. It's hilarious. I think I don't. Know, I think the movie must be on Netflix now. Um, so this is about summer camp, camp council's last day of camp. It's hilarious. Okay, it's got Paul Rudd, Elizabeth Banks, uh, Bradley Cooper, um, Amy Poehler, Janine Garofalo. Yeah, but the best part is it's like everyone's first movie ever. So it's Bradley Cooper's Cooper's first movie. It's Elizabeth Banks' first movie. It's Amy Poehler's first movie. Wow. And it was like, I think Bradley Cooper did it. It was a making of, actually, on Netflix, too. He did it like, uh, he went to it three days after his graduation. Hmm. Uh, Michael Ian Black's in it, Michael Showalter. He actually wrote it with uh, David Weir. They did the Stella. That's like their comedy troupe. I think they had a show on uh, Comedy Central a while back. Mm-hmm. But it came out in 2001, and they just did a prequel series on Netflix that's eight episodes long, and it's freaking hilarious. And it's, it's super hilarious because it's a prequel series. And you have everyone playing their characters from the original movie. So you have Paul Rudd playing a 16-year-old camp counselor. (laughs) And everyone uh, playing a camp counselor when they're like 12 years, 12, 15 years old. And it's just, it's hilarious. But now now everyone is a big superstar. I think Bradley Cooper filmed all his scenes in like one day. um, Because, you know, they're all superstars now. So he's probably, I think he was doing something on Broadway. And then he showed up to film and peaced out. Um, But it's really good. Uh, they still they added a few additional people like John Hamm, a lot of really funny guys. Um, it's only eight episodes, half hour each, so I'd recommend that, especially if you're a fan of the movie. They're both equally hilarious. I'd watch the movie first, and then go watch the prequel. It should be all of Netflix. And the making of was really interesting too. I watched that this weekend, um, and I didn't even, and I knew they were doing something, either a sequel or prequel. I didn't realize it was Netflix. I just blogged into Facebook one day, and someone's like, "Oh my god, the prequels on Netflix!" I'm like, sweet. <laughs> so I just sat down and watched the whole thing. And it was amazing. Um, I've been listening a lot to a podcast by the name of Hardcore History with Dan Carlin, which is really, 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 really good. He does deep dives into old historical events. Like right now I'm doing, um, it's a World War II about Germany's push into this, into Soviet Union. Uh, he does like five part episodes each, like an hour, hour and a half long. He gets really into it and he's not like a historian per se. He's kind of like a fan of history. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's like, 
I can just kind of talk about this stuff. I'm not trying to write a book. I'm not trying to do this. I'm just having fun. Cool. And it just gets real deep. And it's, it's actually made me, and like the stories they tell, because they talk about like ancient Rome, makes you feel like a little bitch. Like all the stuff <laughs> some of these people went through. And it actually got me really interested in, interested in ancestry. So I'm going to be looking at that 14-day free trial on you know, Ancestry.com just to mm -hmm. find out a few things. And the story you kind of told, you know, that you told a few weeks ago about your mother. Mm -hmm. um, like, I just wonder, like, people that may have gone through that kind of stuff. It's just crazy to think about. Like, just, like, historically, so vast. So vast. And I just, like, can't wrap my head around it. And then um, one of the episodes is about slavery. And he's saying that, like, everyone, probably someone in your family somewhere, somehow, is a slave at one point. Somewhere in the history of time, you know, not just past 500 years or so so mm -hmm. something that's really uh really interested almost finished confederacy dunces only about like 100 pages oh, left of there great um, yeah yeah i'll definitely get my full review next week um and i'm still looking to pick up uh dragon age again or destiny i haven't decided <laughs> <laughs> i'm almost done dragon age so i'll probably pick that up uh but destiny with the new taken king coming out and they're re-recording all peter dinklage's voice which is hilarious I might pick that up. We'll see. It's a we'll good see. idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hate that you have to get the stupid expansion. Well, Do you have to get the stupid expansion? Or I shouldn't say pick it up because I already have it. Stuff. No, they're, they're doing the whole thing. They're just going to overwrite it on an update. Interesting. Goodbye forever, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Your voice is forever gone from Destiny. <laughs> Unless wow. you uninstall the game, disconnect from the internet, reinstall it. Oh, wait, that game's fully online. You can't even play <laughs> Never mind. Peter Dinklage, <laughs> bye. Later. Bye. <laughs> they probably should have thought about that beforehand. If they're planning on having, like... Uh, this performance was terrible. Yeah, but like expansions and stuff, like they're not going to bring him back in for another million, billion dollars. Like, mm. Who are they replacing him with? Uh, Nolan North. Nolan North. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome Nathan yeah. Drake. So he'll himself. actually he'll actually emote mm -hmm. on screen, which is interesting. So we'll see how that goes. Does anybody else find it ironic that we are complaining about a robot not emoting? <laughs> you can emote with your voice. Well, as I said that a few weeks ago, it's like you can tell who legit voice actors are and who is not. Like Peter Dinklage is an actor, but he's not a voice actor. Right. So, just saying. Just saying. Someone like Will Friedle from Boy Meets World could be both. Because he was Batman Beyond. And Corey. I'm sorry, Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. He does a lot of stuff. I think he does. he's done Green Lantern before. I think he's doing Star-Lord in the new Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon. So, yeah, nice. a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. Um, I think the main body of today was going to be uh, some old school gaming. Yeah. Our old school games, uh, what we liked, what we may have disliked, underrated games that no one really know about. I think nostalgia is a big thing these days. Like, everyone's always talking about remakes, going back and playing the classics. You see a lot of stuff on Steam pop up, Virtual Console for the Wii, Pixels, that fine cinematic quality <laughs> movie starring Adam Sandler. No, no, no. Adam Sandler is goddamn awful. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to hot about it, Vic. Sheesh. classic games. Did you guys mm. see that uh, Rare collection that just Oh, yeah. The, what was it called? Rare Replay. Yeah, 30 for 30, uh, essentially. Xbox One. Yeah, 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 You get 30 games for 30 bucks. A lot of uh, pretty cool old uh, Rare games in there from the old Nintendo days. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think I saw GoldenEye in there. No, it's not in there. That sucks. But mm. they have Perfect Dark. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, talk, well, we'll talk about games that don't really hold up if you play them today. Mm -hmm. Well, that thing is, that yes. thing is only... I, I find on. that a pretty cool thing that Microsoft did, though. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. 30 bucks yeah. for 30 friggin' games, and yeah. a lot of those are games that I remember you know fondly. Let's just jump into that that one, because, you know, I'm, we're no. sitting here. Games that don't hold up today, because I was thinking yeah. you just mentioned GoldenEye, and yeah. I played that recently oh, with my brothers. Just, what? just mentioned something. Mm. What? No, thinking about the value that you get with Rare Replay. Uh -huh. I just want to bring something up real quick. So... Yesterday, so last week and yesterday, let's say, 
I purchased two games. Last week, Amazon had the Order 1886 on sale, 1866 on sale uh, for 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. So I just said, yeah, bought it. Yesterday, I was at Target, passed by the electronics section, and without thinking, I see that Assassin's Creed Unity is on sale for $20. So I'm like, eh, and bought it. Why? Those are two... <laughs> How would you so do that? Those are two games that I had cursory interest in before their release. They then came out and got critically panned. Um, and I still bought them, like, without thinking, without any thought. Like, I've got Batman on the back burner. I've got Witcher 3. But I'm just like, 20 bucks, whatever, Pfft. So, I finally came to the conclusion that I, that's my breaking point. The rule of 1999, if your game is 1999, I'll probably just buy it without freaking thinking as long as I had a cursory interest in it. Mine's more 999, that's why I can't go Is that a thing for you guys? Because yeah, I literally, I did not like, I did, when I bought Assassin's Creed Unity, like I knew that the game was not that great, it had gotten not so great reviews, but like that original trailer looked so good that I always wanted to just check it out. And without even thinking that I had just bought the order like four days ago, I just bought it. That's why I can't go on Steam anymore. That's why I can't go on Steam anymore, because you'll die. You know, I, 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 I do see where you're coming from, like, I don't do this now, but I remember when, like, a couple of years ago for the PS3, mm -hmm. like, one game that I had next to no interest in was The Saboteur. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, that looked awful. And believe me, it was. <laughs> and the game the game I saw at GameStop one day was, like, 10 bucks. I'm like, you know what? I'll pick it up. <laughs> I mean, this game can't be that bad. The, review, the, re the reviews can't be that, you know, harsh. I played it. The, the game looks like Vaseline smeared all over your screen. The graphics were that <laughs> awful. The texture was the textures were just plain nasty looking, nice. and the, the the controls were absurdly. But it was ten bucks. Gobbledygook. It was ten bucks. <laughs> I, I I was more mad at myself for spending ten bucks. That ten bucks could have gone toward a subway sandwich. I was gonna say it was like that, it was like two bad subway sandwiches <laughs> for reals. Yeah, I could have had a nice. It, to me, it's not just some rando game. Like I have to have at least a like peripheral interest in the game before it was like the order just looked cool to me because they had like that steampunk thing with yeah. the werewolves and the historic uh, setting like the you wanna know why it was 1999 mm -hmm. why because it was really bad oh okay. <laughs> 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 that's why they don't it wasn't a game of the year edition it was we need to get this off the shelf edition but. i should i should have uh i should have Rethought that Assassin's Creed Unity because they had that. Yeah, wait till they that had is... a special edition label at the mm -hmm. top, but it was twenty bucks. I'm just like, eh. wait until <laughs> that's free a year from now, like Black Flag was last week, which I missed out on. Because yeah. it will be essentially probably one of those free ones mm -hmm. that they have. That's my breaking point. Just, just lower it to nine developers, <laughs> just so you know. Yeah, <laughs> just stay off Steam. There's a lot of nine ninety nine stuff on there. Yeah. Oh, I have so many Steam games that I've never yeah. played. <laughs> me too. Yeah, oh, so it's, I can't it's go a on compulsory thing for me. Like I said, if I have any interest in it, I'll just buy it. Yeah, just without thinking. Just, yeah, it's cheap. <laughs> sure. Mm -hmm. We got a notable good sale. So anyway, glad glad to hear I'm not the only one. But your prices seem to be a little, little bit lower. Than yeah, yeah, and that's with a lot of stuff. I mean, I'll. But sometimes I'm like, I, like at the bookstore. Like one time I went to the bookstore, they have a book I wanted, so I bought like five others. Suckers. Yeah. I was like holding everything. I was like, but I can't not get this little <laughs> Hobbit edition. That's cool because it looks like a little notebook. <laughs> I can't not get that. Someone's like carrying everything. I'm like, I have to get all this stuff, and it's bad. It's yeah. really bad. So, I I, I want to ask the listeners. 
You ever had that experience? You just buy shit, right? Just because, because it's cheap, because the it's on sale. So remember, remember. Okay, so not even remember, but in in sports, in fantasy sports, now they have like a ticker. We can watch your score on like Yahoo and ESPN. Of course, yeah. They used to cost money. What? It used to cost ten bucks. Are you kidding me? Nope. Wow. It used to cost ten dollars. Whatever oh. sucker bought that. Wow. Me. That's <laughs> wow. Because I remember thinking to myself on Yahoo, I'm like. I spend ten dollars in worse things, <laughs> and that's usually my response. And nowadays, it's nine 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 because I think to myself, "Remember that time I bought that sports tracker for my stats on fantasy football? Yeah, this isn't bad." So that's why it's usually my my barometer there. Uh, so where, where's your breaking point, listeners? Let us know. Yeah, email in. Did you? Did, was I the only sucker that bought that? No, because people I worked never with, heard of when I worked at Citizens Bank, there were people that I worked with that who also bought it, and we had the same conversation. Like we just made each other feel better. Like yeah. Would have paid out some worse. Yahoo was laughing. But this at is all also before. This is like before fantasy got as big as it is now. The next year it was free. Uh, so whatever, ten that's bucks. That's so weird. That's why I was saying ten bucks is ten bucks. Two subway sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> podcast at gmail <laughs> Email us. I think we're gonna go back on our questions here and then get into some of the uh, some of the games we used to play. Some of the um, the older ones here. Um, the uh, the games that no longer hold up today. We just mentioned it a few minutes ago. Yeah. Um, the reason I that that jumped right out to me is because Goldeneye. Yeah. Which I loved. Oh, yeah. Which I oh. loved as a child. Mm-hmm. Played me that too. a lot with. It's funny because I'm looking at my 42 inch television, and even that is too small to do four player co op. But we used to play that shit on like a fucking 10 inch TV. And it was awesome. Yeah. And it was awesome. But how did I enjoy it so much? Like I don't get it. It's wild. It's so crazy. And I used to screen hack like a motherfucker. Halo mm-hmm. and college dorm rooms. Yeah. Four-player co-op in yeah. that bitch. Doesn't like, matter what size your TV was. Just yeah. get your face right up on the TV. Yeah. Do you like, don't look at my screen. Don't, I'm looking at your fucking screen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing's going to stop me for that. Light chain uh, Yeah, exactly. But I played not too long ago with uh, my uh, brothers and nephews, and it did not hold up at all. Oh, it certainly does. It was so bad. The the, <laughs> the controls by today's standards are ass. Yeah. Complete ass with a capital. Those a. controls are revolutionary back then. Oh, oh yeah, for sure they were. Like the whole the, game was. Like the, the the yellow C buttons would yeah. be the right thumbstick. Yeah. To to control yeah, your game. Yeah. That's the weirdest it, thing. It's so clunky. I can't <laughs> and, play that and game. We anymore. were all like, "This is amazing." <laughs> yeah. Yep. And actually, you have to shoot. You have to shoot someone. It's just like. <laughs> Because you just breathe really heavily when you hit them. That's all you hear is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really weird. It's as weird as it sounds and looks. If you can see me, and as soon as someone got like the P90, you're fucking done. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that was a beast of a gun. Yeah, it fucked. It's like the laser I gun. Never golden eye fiend. I remember uh. playing it quite a bit back in the day, but it wasn't like to me. It didn't blow my mind. Like it blew most people's. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool game though. I loved it. That's oh, yeah. that's probably the first. Real shooter, because I, I never, because I didn't really do too much PC for myself, but I know, um, like, Quake and Doom, I wasn't really into them too much, which I know were, like, yeah. the big popular multiplayer online stuff, mm-hmm. but I didn't play those too much. Um, have you guys ever played a licensed game that was good? Oh, yeah. I have. Really? They're rare as it is, but I yeah. have. Spider-Man 2? Yeah! That well, that's awesome. a good call, yeah. That was really, that was, that was fun, yeah. That, that was the first, like, New York City that you could just do whatever you wanted. I would go play that right now. Yeah. may not hold up as well, like GoldenEye, but that game was legit. They even had the freaking, like, the, the, the Twin Towers, they had, like, the lights at night. Mm-hmm. So it was cray. You know what game does hold up? Mm. WWE No Mercy. Oh, yeah. Yes, I can does. still play that to this day. Oh, yeah, to this day. That was <laughs> oh, something we also man. played. It was awesome. Yeah. It was amazing. Those N64 wrestling games, I love those to death. Yeah, man. so good. <laughs> What's the, uh, the licensed game that you played, uh, Vic, that held up? 
uh, Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher oh, Bay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, man. That's. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, the, that was awesome. The the version with um, Assault on uh, Dark Athena. Yep, yep, yep. That was really good. That's cool. Because it comes with a remastered version of Butcher Bay, mm-hmm. which looks awesome. Yeah. Back when I was a younger lad, and I loved myself myself some Harry Potter, which I still do. I used to play those games. This game, and those games are interesting because games one through three were not licensed, and then four through seven were. Hmm. And games one through three were good. I remember I played them all because I had knee surgery and I had nothing to do, so I just played all the Harry Potters. Hmm. And then right when I got to the fourth one that was licensed and had all the movie characters, it turned terrible. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because I aged up like a year and like it was like a big jump. You know, it was, I forgot how old I was, but 16 to 17. I don't know if that's that big. But I still love Harry Potter. I don't give a fuck. But those games were like, you know, fun. And then it just got weird. And it got licensed right in the middle. If you look up the covers, you can tell. Like, it's just like a normal Harry Potter. And all of a sudden, it's Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> Who's my boy? But That's weird. Not that fun. It was weird. Yeah. What's you yours? never knew that. Any fun licensed games? Just that, Spider-Man 2. That's, yeah. good. That's the one that sticks out in my mind. That yeah. game was friggin' awesome. I played yeah. that forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was legit. God, yeah. that was so good. Mm-hmm. I would just swing around forever. Oh, yeah. And, of course, you can mention all the other uh, good uh, comic book-based games. But, you know, we're not going to... We're not really referring to those as far right, as good right. license space games. Spider-Man yeah. and Venom, Maximum Carnage. <laughs> get it. That was fun back in the day. Good soundtrack, too. Awesome. I think Spider-Man 2 was the only real... I mean, I played City of Heroes, which is an MMO, but that wasn't licensed or anything like that. That was just make up your own person. And, uh... But, like, a superhero licensed game... Besides, and actually, until, uh... Arkham games came out for Batman. I think Spider-Man 2 is like the last actual good one. Arkham doesn't count as a licensed game. No, like a movie. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying superhero. I changed that one oh, a little bit. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah, it's those are licensed. original works. Yeah. Just happened to be starring Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, Spider-Man 2 was legit. I used to swing forever. Um, this is an interesting one. And this is what you hear for a lot of stuff. But what games do you feel deserve an HD remake? And we might touch on some later when we go through our list. Hmm. See, the thing is that, that, for me, that's hard because the games that I feel need an HD remake would require literally remaking the whole game over again. Like, I would love to see a Final Fantasy VI HD remake. That would be dope. But that's never going to happen because they have to make a whole new game. If you notice, when they do HD remakes nowadays, it's just they up-res the graphics for a PS2 game and call it good. <laughs> like that, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, those, it's those, still, those still hold up okay to me. Yeah, because how could you, could you even re, do they even remake like Super Nintendo games? Is that no, even a thing? Really. <laughs> it's not really even no. a thing. I think it's on the Virtual Console or something. Or just re-release it. I never play remakes, so unless it's a game I've never played before, I can't really think of anything that I've played in the past. I know they're doing the Final Fantasy VII one, and I would like to play that with a fresh, like an older mind, I guess. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting, but see, you know what did see you Nomura is out there talking mess already. He said that the battle system is going to be radically different, mm-hmm. to which I say, leave my childhood alone, you Nomura. But Final Fantasy X in that remake, did they radically change anything? Or was it just like high-res graphics? Yeah, it just high-res yeah. did. They redid the soundtrack. And I love Final Fantasy X so much, but I have... I was a little bit older when I played that one, obviously, so I remember it pretty distinctly. Oh, that's where the Final Ten remake that they just did is really good. Yeah, I just remember loving it, but I have no really no need to play it again. Hmm. I guess. It's I think weird. you'd enjoy it. Yeah. I got stuff I gotta catch up on first, as we all know. Vic, right. any games uh, stick out to you? Uh, not really. It's, this is actually a tough question. Like, one, if since Final Ten has a, had an HD remake, I'd like to see a Final Twelve re- 
HD remake too. Oh yeah, Final 12 was interesting. And it was funny, I was actually reading, because I got stuck at one part at the end when I stopped playing, and then I was reading on Reddit not too long ago, and there was this guy that was like, oh yeah, I stopped playing here. And I'm like, oh, that was me too. And then like four or five people underneath him were like, me too! <laughs> I'm like, what was that What was that about that one spot? It was like a frog boss or some weird yeah. turtle thing. It was weird. Yeah, that game took me two months to beat. Oof, that's yeah, a long that's time like, for you, Vic. Sheesh. It was like 96 hours. Holy yeah. smokes! And you did not leave the house. I played a lot of that game and never beat it. Yeah, me either. That's what, like that was the that was the beginning of the end of my video game career where I started playing games and just never beat them after getting to a certain point. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, um, I never really thought about this one too much. Um, I like playing them on Spotify, some old video game music. Yeah. Uh, specifically, my Mega Man mix, which mm -hmm. if you have to do if if you got to get something done. And you don't want anyone bothering you, you just want to keep moving, you put those headphones on, you play that Mega Man mix, and you're fucking good to go. It's so good. I'll just, I'll just let you guys answer, because all your answers are wrong. It's so good. <laughs> Mine's is right. Mega Man <laughs> is legit. Uh, favorite video game soundtracks? Mm. Yeah, I listen, I, I listen to a lot of video game music quite often. Like, I have a, I download a few, a few albums here and there, and listen to a bunch of tracks on YouTube. Uh, one of my favorite uh, video game soundtracks is... Um, Odin Sphere, which which we'll talk about more about yeah, in, a, in a second. A yeah, I, I love the soundtrack. It's like orchestral, uh, very uh, triumphant uh, it's sounding. A sweeping sounding orchestral score, very good. Man. Yeah, I liked it. Yep. In fact, it's on um, the whole soundtrack is on iTunes. It's two discs, and it's really good. Um, it, it, it would make for a really good movie score too. On, in addition to that, also um, uh, the soundtrack to Uncharted Three. Drake's Deception. Yeah, Uncharted. Yeah, that's that's actually my favorite uh, soundtrack of the series because oh, nice. it kind of kind of takes references from Lawrence of Arabia, mm -hmm. Lawrence of Arabia's score, and it sounds and it adds to the game's theme and the motif, mm -hmm. and the and it's it's really good. That's the one I listen to often. Uh, also, um, a really good a really good gritty gritty soundtrack, and it sounds pretty pretty unique. Is uh, the soundtrack to Max Payne Three, mm -hmm. which is which is mm -hmm. really cool. Um, I recommend that, and also um, two more I recommend. One is uh, Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time. Oh yeah, mm. had, a, had an awesome soundtrack, yeah. which I still listen to from time to time. And also one of my favorite uh, soundtracks as well is uh, Street Fighter Third Strike. Hmm. Really good music. Nice. Warrior Within had some really good rock and roll, weird metal stuff. Yeah, Warrior <laughs> Within. We don't. I, 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 that's not. That's not real to me. Therefore, it doesn't exist. I mean, how do you go from the from the great sounds of Prince of Sands of Time to the mm. shitty butt rock of Warrior I Within? I don't know. They did a pretty that's good a, mix. That was a severe the, nose. The Two eye. Thrones one. They did a pretty good mix of the two. It was interesting, but yeah, it was weird. I remember Street Fighter Three Third Strike having that great. I thought I remember it being kind of jazzy, and it was it was interesting but weird for a fighting game. Yeah, it was weird, but I, that's what I liked about it. Especially sure. Dudley's Dudley's theme. Yeah, that one was actually pretty cool. Kingdom Hearts one and two had some good music and probably the best like pop songs of all time. Sure, from like some Korean yeah, pop artists. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. Simple and clean and Sanctuary. I like every once in a while I'll just go on YouTube and just look up the end credits of those two games and I'm just like. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> this is so good. I'm just like, oh, so it's been ten years. Um, I'll mention a couple, mm -hmm. but uh, so I really enjoyed Chrono Trigger. The oh, of that game, fucking right, it, like awesome, yeah. oh, great soundtrack. When, when I was at the Trigger, PAX East a couple of years ago, and they had the they had the concert at the end, 
uh, when, when my brothers, this is before the one we went to, mm-hmm. and they started playing Chrono Trigger. Oh, like, shit. Main theme, me and my brothers were like, what? <laughs> it's so awesome. good. Yeah, <sighs> Final Fantasy Eight actually has a pretty good soundtrack. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Nine is decent. Final Ten is an excellent soundtrack. Yep. But, I mean, if we're talking video game soundtracks... Mm-hmm. This is what you're looking at. This is what you're looking for. Right here. I don't know what that is. Streets of Rage, bro! Streets of Rage! Oh, man, yes. Dude, this soundtrack is probably the best 8-bit soundtrack I've ever heard. (laughs) Ever. 16-bit, right? Yeah, sorry. 16-bit, yes. Sega Genesis Classic, Streets of Rage. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and let it wash over you. Really good. Oh, that is phenomenal. Streets of Rage. No. I think we just found a new theme song for our that. That was the right answer. Sorry, no. everyone, you're losers. No, actually, yo, Streets of Rage two. Mm-hmm. That's the best soundtrack in the series. I listen to that from time to time as well. That's awesome. Dude, that's... They they did a remastered compilation of it uh, online. Sucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's still just odd. I don't think that soundtrack needed to those soundtracks. I, I don't like, did all I don't like the remaster. I like you could you could hear the. 16-bit in the song. Dude, the Sega Genesis had a stupid sound chip. Yeah. Sega, I don't know mm-hmm. what Sega was doing, but they gave that console like a stupid, powerful sound MIDI chip, mm-hmm. and the soundtracks for Sega Genesis games were always halfway decent, yep. but Streets of Rage, like that, bro, like they played in fucking clubs in Japan. Oh, I, I can imagine. <laughs> Just imagine booting up your Nintendo. Hearing this, be like, Metroid? This is pretty this, this is pretty good. I'm liking this. I'm feeling this. You see like the credits roll over. Are you ready? You ready to go? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. I'm ready. Just give it a <laughs> Very soothing. Yeah. It's very you think it's very soothing. Yeah, I'm good with it. And then you're like, man, this is kinda of getting boring. What? What is what? <laughs> Oh Mega Man. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> And then you're just fucking going. You're not stopping. You press start. That is yeah. not. That is not. You never stop. Streets of Rage. You never stop. Sorry. I didn't realize how long that that, that like coming was. Oh. That took a lot longer than anticipated. Oh man. <laughs> oh fucking get it. Yeah. Streets of Rage two, baby. I love to find that on Spotify. Oh That's a problem God, with, with uh, King Hearts. I can't find it on Spotify. Sorry, there is no better 16-bit soundtrack. There just is not. There is not. Wait, isn't Mega Man 8 bit? Like you said, makes sense. Get it? Yeah, and bring and regular NES is 8 bit, right? Dude, are you kidding me? How can you not just bob your head? <laughs> Stop bobbing your head, guys. It's getting weird. But yeah, like <laughs> you can hear the 16 bit in that. You can hear the 8 bit in that. And then all of a sudden, you pick up a chicken, and it would just be like, yep. Well, that shit's <laughs> playing in the background. Oh, so good. Oh man. Streets of Rage. So we all agree, my answer was the best. Thanks. For 16-bit, yeah. Everything, ever. But... <laughs> it's, 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 I'll say this, it's in my top 10 video game soundtracks. Oh, for sure. It's on my iPod, I never, too. I, it actually, I remember playing Sega. I was a huge Sonic fan back Well, I'll say that for later, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't Sonic know, had but, decent soundtracks, with, actually. Yeah. With Streets of Rage, but Streets of Rage, but that, that wouldn't be an underrated game. Everyone loves Streets of Rage. Yeah, Street everyone Street loves Streets of Rage, bro. Yeah. Everyone but loves if there was an underrated game that you love and not many other people do, what would it be? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. Um, 
I'm going to say probably Breath of Fire 3. I really love Breath of Fire 3. Breath of Fire 3 is amazing. It is. Really amazing. That yeah. game was... It was a PS1 RPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much a classic RPG overworld, battles, you know, system and all that good stuff. And it was one of those games where you would be going through it and all of a sudden the game would just get stupid hard past a, cer- a certain point for no reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to fucking power through it. Um, but if you did... You'd find yourself playing one of the best RPGs ever made. And it came out when a lot of those other really popular RPGs are coming out. You know, Final Fantasy, all that jazz. Uh, the Chrono Games for... Well, no, they were a little bit earlier. It was after SNES. that. It was PS1. It was right yeah. in the middle of like the big Final Fantasy revolution. It was yeah. after Final Seven. Yeah, yeah, So it kind of got lost in the shuffle there. But me, I played that. My brother... Actually, a few of my brothers did. Yeah, it was just super popular. Oh, God, it was so good. I remember when PS2 came out with its Breath of Fire. Oh, Dragon Quarter? Yeah, shit was whack. That was I was garbage. so mad. I still own that game, actually. Yeah, that was, game is it's, like, it's like all underground. Because like, Breath of Fire had really... was such a weird game. Yeah, man. so Breath of Fire 3 and 4, which 4 was also good. Not as good as 3. It was right, good, yeah. But it was still good. Um, you always play the character with the same name, but a different character. Ryu. Yeah. Ryu, yep. Um... And they have like good visuals and everything like that. So I'm like, PS2 is gonna be great. And then it all takes place underground. And then if you like your meter fills fills up too much, you die. Yep. Weird. Yeah. You get to like carry over certain stats, and you have to restart the game over. It's yeah. really weird, man. Yeah. I don't that know was that. a weird concept. Like they really went for it. And that that they, they haven't made one since. What are the yeah, why? Unfortunately. Yeah. I think they announced a new handheld one, but it, it's not like uh, a traditional okay. uh, Breath of Fire game. Yeah. How about you? Some kind of free to play thing. Underrated, underrated games. Uh, One of my favorite underrated games was for the Super Nintendo. It was uh, Phantom Twenty Forty. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was actually a really good game. It was based on the animated uh, series, the short-lived animated series in the mid '90s. And in the game, you play as the Phantom, and you go around uh, the futuristic city of Metropia. You have to take down Maximum Inc. And what was great about that game was that it was structured like Met- Super Metroid, mm-hmm. and like and the game had multiple endings depending on what you did and when you did them, and it was a really good game. And the game had a fantastic uh, 16-bit soundtrack as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, was that good? Yep. Finish that thought. Uh, so yeah, if you have a chance to to play it, uh, you should. Also, um, another another uh, underrated game uh, which I really enjoy is a underrated strategy RPG. Which I actually brought a copy of, one of my copies. It's uh, Valkyria Chronicles. Yeah, Valkyria oh shit! Chronicles. Hell yeah, son! Yeah. Good game. Really good game. Um, I was I was kind of bummed that uh, the sequels were only released for the PSP mm-hmm. or, the, or the Vita because I really wanted to play those. But Valkyria Chronicles, if you're in the mood for like really good World War II themed uh, tank battles and ground ground based strategy RPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gameplay, you should definitely check this out. It's a really good game, and I wish the game received a lot more, you know, press and popularity. Yeah, one of my get an updated version on Steam of that oh, PC version. Yeah, sweet. One of my uh, graphics and all that. Favorite. I don't know if I don't know if it's underrated or perfectly rated or what, but Skies of Arcadia, mm-hmm. that was really good. That's definitely underrated. Yeah, that counts. That came out for Dreamcast, but I played the and GameCube, GameCube yeah. like re-release. Which I guess would that be an HD remake? I don't know, but I liked it. Mm, I but I never so. played it. Like I, I only play them if I've never played them before. Because Arcade was awesome. You get, it was, you have, you have was ships. Really you have ship battles. Yep. You trap. You fly all over oh, the place. Man, it's Dreamcast. really legit. 
Dreamcast, I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. I played. I played that game on Dreamcast. I didn't, I didn't really play too much Dreamcast, so we'll have to defer to you when we talk about that one. But um, I'm sure it was better on GameCube. I actually own the GameCube version. I just yeah. bought it, and I've never even opened it. It was like I, I just have that sitting. <laughs> was on the it 1999? Shelf. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I worked at uh, GameStop at the time. Oh, okay. Back in the day, and I just Thanks. saw it come in, and I was like, oh, whatever, I'll yeah. buy that. I think it's like a rare game now, anyway, so I could probably oh, get nice. if I sell it, get more than what I paid for it. Uh, uh, one of my uh, underrated gems, if uh, if I am allowed uh, to mention another one, sure. and I I will say something that may be somewhat controversial here, but back in the PS2 era, the PS2 had a lot of quality RPGs. We've all played a, a good number of them. Yeah. My favorite RPG of the PlayStation 2 era was Shadow Hearts 2 Covenant. The Shadow mm. Hearts series is very underrated. Shadow Hearts 2 mm. is better than Final Fantasy 10 and 12. Whoa! It's better than both. That is that is hot fire right there. It is. Yup. It is a fantastic, does it have wonderful a game. Beautifully tragic love story? It does. Oh. <laughs> yeah, let's write that down then. <laughs> so it's like, it, it was a fuss. So the first one is a very little known. It was like a very minor release. I don't think mm-hmm. they ever like printed out a lot of copies of that I feel that like well, a lot of these underrated are RPG games, but I like it. Yeah. Because not a lot of people know what the, the, you know, a lot of people know big titles. They don't know some of the older stuff. Right. Yeah, I actually bought uh, the first two Shadow Hearts games, and I beat the first one, uh, I think a year or two ago. And that was really fun. Oh, shit. Really Have you played the second one yet? I played the second one, but other games caught my interest, so oh, I haven't seen yeah, the is really underrated. You, should, you should get back to that because that yeah. game is excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a it's a Lovecraftian horror mixed with Japanese RPG. It's pretty crazy. Did you guys yeah. ever play Shenmue? Because I've never played it. Yes. Is it I as good? Is it overrated? Beat Shenmue quite handily <laughs> back in the Dreamcast <laughs> days. It's uh, so. Shenmue's an interesting game. It, it is... I don't know if you'd consider that underrated, though. No, I was saying, I was saying it's overrated. People, like, freak out I don't out think it's it. overrated. It's perfectly rated. I don't, I don't know if it's perfectly rated, but it's not underrated. I just know exactly either. It's all somewhere big. in the middle. Yeah, it's got cool. a big fan base because that be? game was very ahead of its time when it yeah. came out. Yeah. Um, I am not, like, the hugest fan of it's Shenmue, cute. but it did, like... I remember that game blowing my freaking mind when it came out mm-hmm. just because it was the first game that just kind of let you live life which is weird yeah so you know you could just do regular people things mm-hmm. you know and in the game and and you could just spend hours like fucking working driving a forklift you know training to fight in a martial arts dojo or just eating ramen and collecting capsule toys and then going to sleep mm-hmm. it was it was definitely way ahead of its time yeah. Um, and yeah it was a really cool game but I'm not gonna say that I'm like the hugest fan of, of Shenmue but Really, it, it deserves all the praise that it gets. That's I'll cool. say that. Nice. Now, when we go over our top three games, I'm going to cut it off at... Oof. Not, not you know, we're talking old school here. We're not going to new school. So I'm going to go up to Sony. We'll go up to PS2. Uh, Microsoft, go up to original Xbox. Because 360, I wouldn't say, is really retro gaming. Uh, we could always have a, you know, special episodes contained for that. But, like, Nintendo up to... Maybe the GameCube? Maybe? Nah. Yeah! Yeah, because it was PS2, Xbox yeah, era. It was, yeah. Um, PC, Sega up to Dreamcast, and uh, anything else you might think of. Yeah. Um, I think for Sony, one of my the favorite... Top of the dome here, man. That's tough. Go ahead. What's that? Oh, phew, I will say one of my... Fa- and this one might be a little controversial. One of my favorite Sony PS2 games of all time, SOCOM. 
Yeah, okay. And it was the first oh, console game good, I've yeah. ever played online. Hmm. And I remember dying immediately. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just so cool, I kept jumping right back into the fire and getting blasted. Mm. Blasted. I'm trying to think of top three, though. It is tough off the top of the head. That's why yeah, Victor has very right. detailed notes, and you and I are just So let Victor go first. Freaking chuds. But I just had to say SOCOM, because <laughs> I don't know if it would be underrated, because that was pretty legit. I feel like mine are all going to be RPGs anyway. Uh-huh. Like Shadow Hearts 2 is in my top three. Yeah. Just that, that was by far one of my favorite PS2 games. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like I said, it's my favorite RPG of that era. And I played a lot of That's RPGs crazy. in yeah. the PS2 era. A lot. Yeah. Oh, freaking PS1. Yeah. Legend of Legaia. The guy was a weird game. Yeah, that was a legit RPG. We went and, like did combos and shit. That was really yeah. fun. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I remember that Legend of Dragoon. Mm-hmm. Remember that? That's yeah. not one of my top three. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would top. probably be Final Seven, uh, Shadow Hearts Two. Oh man, Final Fantasy Ten. Love it. Yeah, Final Ten. It's got to be Final Ten. Yeah, yeah, there it is. That, those are my top yeah, three. I love Final Fantasy done, Ten so much. Done and done. I'm Final done. Fantasy. I told you. I told you. Like when Ares and I first started talking, we're like. You play Legend of Legaia? <laughs> that, is how our cover, that is how our friendship started, was talking about old school RPGs. That was legit how it started. Um, Vic, what do, you, what do you got for Sony? Oh, man. Uh, up to the PS2, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I there. Um, top three, definitely Metal Gear Solid 3, Stinky, oh, okay. oh, has to be on there. Damn it, that's such a good one. <laughs> See, top th- that's yeah. so hard. Top three is hard. Awesome. You don't have to mention it because he'll bring it up and then he's like, oh yeah, that's my top. Metal Gear Solid uh, 3, that was so good. Yeah, Snake Eater, especially uh, Subsistence, which had the 3D camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my favorite favorite version. Uh, part, three, part 3 is actually my favorite Metal Gear Solid game mm-hmm. in the series, and nice. Part 4 is like a close second. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, but yeah, Metal Gear Solid 3 was just, it was just one of those perfect games, you know, that had the, down to the storyline, the characters, especially the ending, which I won't spoil, the ending kind of hits you in the heart <laughs> a little. Mm-hmm. I was, so I, it's Final Fantasy X? Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, and and the, game, the gameplay was just, self-gameplay was just absolutely perfect, nice. fine-tuned. Yeah. Um, that was fantastic. Yeah, uh, I, can't, can't, I, can't, I can't say enough good things about that game. Uh, so yeah, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. Another another one in my top three um, might be a, a controversial choice. Uh, maybe maybe not love, controversial. I love controversy. But maybe not controversial, but maybe unique. Uh, Silent Hill Two. Oh shit! That's a good yeah. choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really like Silent Hill Two. Um, I don't know what to say about that. I remember the yeah, original it's... Silent Hill. So me and my friends used to play games together. Actually, mm-hmm. no, finish your thought and I'll. I'll talk yeah, about Silent Hill Two. I've played a, I've. Played a bit of the part one, but I, I've I've beaten parts two, three, and four, mm-hmm. and I played a bit of Homecoming, but that game was booty. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but Silent booty Hill alert, <laughs> booty alert, booty alert. <laughs> but uh, Silent Hill two was was was, was my, is my favorite Silent Hill game. Uh, the just the the atmosphere, the storyline, mm-hmm. and how and how the how his uh, the main character's journey was actually kind of like a metaphor of like his of his inner darkness and mm-hmm. his wife. And uh, and in the Pyramid Head, you learn about the nature of that mm-hmm. character, mm-hmm. and just and also the soundtrack too. That was like it was like Silent Hill at its, at its best right there. Yeah. I really like that game. And Part Three is a close second too. I'm trying to remember the, the original Silent Hill. I think it was when you had the the heartbeat when you got close to something. Uh, or was that two or three? I don't know which one. I it was. think it was Part Four. Okay. Because because I think the first three games it was the radio static. Yeah. Okay, that might have been it. Oh no, that that was it too. Okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. Because I used to play with my friend, and I remember he'd be like playing. He'd be in the dark, and I'd just be watching. Because, you know, that was pretty cool. 
Mm-hmm. It's like a cinematic experience. I just remember the static would get crazy. I'm like, don't open that door. Don't open that door. Yeah. Don't open the door. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Silent Hill's legit. Yeah. Uh, that's a legit game. Yep. Uh, never saw the movies, though. Uh, you know, it actually. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, the, the first movie, like, I remember like in, our, in an earlier episode, I said that all video game movies tend to suck. <laughs> but I, I will say, besides Mortal Kombat, the first one, yeah. the first Silent Hill is Super actually... Mario no, no, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, the besides the first Mortal Kombat, I'll say the first Silent Hill was also legit That's too. Cool. Nice. Second one wasn't that bad either. Yeah, really? yeah hmm. check it out. It's not terrible. It's watchable. Okay. I never played. Wait, did you get a third one in there? Oh, a third one. Uh, gotta gotta mention Okami. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a good game. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Lots of good art. Yep. Uh, that's an underrated game, I would say. Yeah, it actually it actually didn't sell too well. Yeah, I think I think it was underrated at the time. Now I think people are starting to realize how good of a game it was. Yeah, like as it's getting like it's historical to do. Yeah, it's an HD remake of that. Yeah. Yep. Um, I never had the original Xbox. I never owned it. I was a PS2 guy. We then converted it to 360. So I don't really know Xbox games off the top of my head. Well, hmm. I don't think I can even. Are we gonna, we're just going up to 360 then. Yeah. yeah. So Halo no, 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 One, no, 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 obviously. No, no. Xbox One. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. Halo Xbox. Wait, wait, hold on. Time Halo out. Two the was or- Xbox One. Never mind. No. Screw Halo no. One. Halo Two, which the, was the original hold on. Xbox. The original. Yeah, that's why I hate this Xbox One crap. because yeah, it's yeah. the original Xbox, the yeah. big one. OG yeah. Xbox. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, the Duke. The Duke. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. That was our Madcast Halo controller. Two. Yep. Halo Two was really good. That was a good game, actually. That was on the original Xbox? I'm pretty sure Halo 2 was original. 1 and 2, right? Because Halo 3 was the one where they like yeah. came out with the 360 and they were like, finish oh, the fight. Yeah. Was, like, a big announcement for that. Yeah, so I drank a lot of game fuel. Halo a lot 2. of game fuel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have one surge left, by the way, if anyone wants it. <laughs> <laughs> I am trying to remember what else I played on the original Xbox. It's been such a long time, man. Wow. I know Knights of the Old Republic was popular. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking I right. forgot that Holy that was Xbox shit. One. That's How could I forget that? That Halo was like... Two, Knights of the Old... Can I just say Knights of the Old Republic twice? <laughs> yeah, you can. Done. One and two. I really liked two. As nope, broken as I, it was, I, liked two. Two was I really much. liked it. Nah, I didn't like the story. I think the story had its merits about destroying the Force altogether. That was pretty legit. That Kira had a fucked up plan. The Good 360 thing. had tons of games. So yeah, sure. but Xbox. Oh yeah, Nitro. What? Nitro. I think I borrowed. Probably. I think yeah. I borrowed John's. I think I borrowed someone's Xbox and I borrowed someone's um, Nitro Republic and I played the shit out of it. I'm just gonna say my third choice for Microsoft consoles: Mass Effect Two. Done. Yeah, but that was was that 360? 360. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. pretty good. Mass Effect yeah. Two. Oh wait, that's that's the PS3 era, so we can't even mention nope. that one. Get huh? the shit out of there. Damn it. Okay. You know, out, go, going back, you know, Kotor, Knights of the Old Republic, that game deserves an HD remake, yep. if anything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm with it. I would totally play Be- the hell out of that again. Because I bought the game on Steam, and my fears were confirmed. That does not work on PC at all. It's <laughs> fucking broken. Come you on, buddy. on the iPad. Uh, I'm not going to buy an iPad for that. I'm rather <laughs> just, I might as well buy an old Xbox. That's my work too. Oh man! Well, now that Disney's got the freaking reins and EA, who knows what's hap- gonna happen? They could do a freaking remake of it. They'd just be like, "This is the real one." Who knows? For real, man. I I, I will. Because EA EA has the video game rights, and they own Bioware, so anything's possible. Anything's possible. Kevin Garnett. Jet Set Radio Future. Done. That was fun. That yeah. was a fun game. Love Jet Set Radio. Oh damn it! Okay. I'm gonna have to switch that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to switch that. Legit. Legit. I'm gonna have to switch that. So it's Halo Two. You know what? I'm taking out Halo 2. Wow. Screw that game. Star Wars Knights of the Republic, Jets of Radio Future, and the original Fable 1. Ah, 
Fable 1 was dope. Holy shit. I played that too. When did I have an Xbox? I must have bought some. Because I never actually <laughs> bought one. I may have just stolen one. I don't know. Because I definitely didn't buy one. But I did play the first Fable. That's why I hate Peter Molyneux. Actually, the first one was okay. Second one, yeah, game was dope. I did not like. First one was good. Yeah, Fable yeah. Fable One was very good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Man, yeah, I'm yeah. getting seen out of my old age. I don't remember shit. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about that era of games. You guys remember Crazy Taxi? That yes. actually, that that thought did pop into my head. Yeah. Crazy Taxi. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering what that came out. I don't remember what it came yeah, out for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really like The Simpsons that, yeah. had a hit and run one like that too. It was like ta- it was like Crazy Taxi. It was actually exactly like Crazy Taxi, but it was in mm. Springfield. That was actually really for licensed game. That was actually pretty good. Mm. And of course, who can forget the classic Blinks, the Time Sweeper? I can. <laughs> I don't know that game. <laughs> you played a cat with a vacuum. That's all you need to know. Okay. <laughs> now, the next one for me is very easy because it's Nintendo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's just Zelda, mm-hmm. Super Mario. Yep. Done. <laughs> like you could interchange a lot of them together. Yeah, there's way too many from. There's, and I, I might. I mean, there's way too many from the other two to let's choose see, from. But okay, Mario Super Mario Brothers three has to be in there. Here's, here's okay. Here's what has we'll to be. Can you na- name a Mario game that does not belong in like your list? Like Mario two, the weird one. Mario two, yeah. which is got weird, but just still kind of fun. That was just a port of like a Japanese Mario game. is missing. Oh, yeah. Bam! Yeah, I did learn a lot, though. I learned so much about like Italy and shit. Like, <laughs> fucking dumb. That was really dumb. Because I was I played that as a kid, and I'm like, you tricked me, Mario! You tricked me, you son oh, of a yeah. bitch! I remember those types it's, of games. It was all educational were, and shit. They were marketed as edutainment. Yeah! I remember. I like, get out of here! Mario Pinked. And I yep. love... Mario Pink was a lot of fun. Mario Paint was awesome. Had a nice little jingle. Yeah, Mario Paint was legit, man. I played the shit out of Mario Paint. Okay. Fucking legit. So much yeah, Mario Paint. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds weird, cause it, but I would like a remake of that. Mario, the Mario Maker might be the new like Mario Paint. Um, yeah, let's just say Mario. And Brothers. I love Luigi. So I was so pissed when he finally got his own game, and it was fucking shitty ass Mario was missing shit. <laughs> well, shit. They did make up for it with Luigi's Mansion on the game. Yeah, that was a fun game. That was a lot of fun. I don't care what you say. That was a fun game. I don't know if you're making fun of it, but that was a fun game. No, well, I never played it. (laughs) That was actually fun. That was fun. I like Luigi. Super Mario RPG was really good. I can't Mm. think of a Mario game. Super Mario RPG was Metroid. Super Metroid. And there's always games like, and I'm not a guy that's usually like, oh, I want a sequel to this game. I need it. Super Mario RPG. I actually want a sequel to that. Mm -hmm. Like real life. Uh, Yes. Square. Square, get on that. Yeah, like, you know, make kiss and make up with Nintendo and just make another Super Mario RPG with Gino or Geno or whatever you pronounce it. God, that game is so good. <laughs> Did you have a specific top three for that, Victor? I know you have copious notes. <laughs> uh, well, for the top three, uh, besides the PS2, like, the rest I haven't written down. Ooh, mm. well, Nintendo, um, I mean, okay, so is there, is there a Zelda or, or Mario that does four. not belong? Uh, Zelda or Mario that does not belong. Like, would even be in your list? Like, that one, I didn't like that one that much. But an older one, I like them all. I like Link's Awakening was still really good. Maybe, yeah. Damn, uh, they all, most of them, most of them fit just fine. Yeah. Sorry if you're talking about Zelda and Mario. Oh, Mar- both. Games. Yeah, I just feel like uh, um, there's not like, not one that I didn't enjoy as a child. One Mario game that I did like uh, was Super Mario World Two: Yoshi's Island. Oh yeah, yeah. that was a fun game. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know the crying yeah, bastard. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I hated that part. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I think we've talked about this before, but like the last boss when it's Super Baby Bowser, mm-hmm. you just scare the fuck out of me. When <laughs> <laughs> he was charging at that fucking wall, I was like, fuck, fuck. Mm. It was scary as shit, especially when you're ten years old. 
Yeah, that was a really good game. The crying yeah. was really annoying, though. Yeah. All right, let's just say Sega. Just Sega in general. Oh, wait, wait, real quick. Super Nintendo, Chrono Trigger. Got a bunch of Oh, yeah, of course, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah, mentioned that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Sega would be Sonic 1, 2, and 3. Wow. <laughs> and then Sonic and Knuckles. I will only say Sonic 2 from Sonic. Streets of Rage. Right. Uh, hmm. Comic Zone? Yeah, I was going to mention Comic Zone. I really like Comic Zone. That game was hard as Oh, oh, fucking A it was. Lord, that game was hard. I still have my yeah. Sonic stuffed animal from when I was a baby. Nice. So, yeah, I go with cool. Sonic. <laughs> I would only go with Sonic too. The rest of them. Yeah. So Genesis. If you're talking about Sega, then... Uh, if you're talking about just Genesis and Streets of Rage 2, absolutely number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. One or two is interchangeable. And the third one... Uh, holy shit. Third Sonic one. Sonic uh, and Oh uh, man, I forgot that we can totally go up to Dreamcast on this. Yeah. Um, and so, Saturn, so I'm gonna have to probably say Sonic Marvel versus Capcom two oh, okay. on the Dreamcast. Mm. NBA two K on the Dreamcast. Yeah. That was legit. Yeah. I remember playing that at a friend's house like this is amazing. There was there was one uh Sega Saturn game I played only once, but I remember it was really good. Guardian Heroes. Guardian Heroes, yeah. That was really that fun. That was really good. I wish that game had a sequel. Yep. Oh shit, we totally missed fucking PC games. I will go back to that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Total War. Medi- Half-Life, medieval, okay. to- medieval Total War. Half-Life 2. Medieval yeah. Total War and Rome Total War. I took over the entire world of Rome Total War and it was awesome. Nice. Um, but so many, uh, yeah, not, yeah. Are those, yeah, those PC exclusives. Those are really good. Yeah. I just had to throw those out there in case you're looking yeah. for... Oh, Command and Conquer. Fuck. Sure. Come on, bro. Yeah. Red Alert. It wasn't Ric Flair in that game. A Red Alert, Command and Conquer. I don't know, maybe. One of them, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. It's been a long time. Those games are really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of PC games from back in the day, you remember this uh, strategy game called Black and White? Yes. That was actually pretty cool. Peter Molyneux. You get to create your, your god. You get to have, like, an animal avatar, and you just have him eat everybody. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Weird game. That's not bad. <laughs> Better than Fable? No. No. Oh. First Same guy made it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Peter Molyneux. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's writing caches. His ass can't cash. Yep. Always um, doing that, that guy. Yeah, but Dreamcast, I ain't played too much Dreamcast. I do remember, like, NBA 2K was the first, like, legit sports game where I was like, this is intense. Mm. But... Speaking of Dreamcast, uh, what was it? There was one There was one more Dreamcast game. I remember Aris, you used to have this game. It was uh, some, like, humanoid fish. Seaman? Is that what it was? Seaman, yeah. That was, that was actually kind of charming. Seaman was a crazy game, man. That Sega back in those days, they, they were chances. doing crazy shit. They took chances. Yeah. I like, yeah, I'm really like, if Sega has succeeded back in those days, man, mm. the gaming landscape might be totally different because they were doing yeah. some crazy stuff back in those days. That's when they created Jet Set Radio. That's when they created Seaman. Mm. That's when they created uh, Fantasy Star Online, mm. Shenmue. And they were they were doing some crazy taxi like they made yep. a lot of franchises that people still remember to this day. Yeah. Now we've talked a lot about RPGs. I feel like a lot of our lists contain RPGs, especially myself and Eris. Yeah, we're huge fans. Huge fans. I want a new one these, the, today, like a legit traditional Japanese. I don't know if I have the time for it. I don't think I have ninety six hours to play these. Yeah, but unfortunately, um, out of all the RPGs you guys have played, what you got? What's your tops? What is your tops? Man. 
Ops. Okay, I have. I, I can rattle off a list. Wow, I don't need that many. Okay, what? I, well, that's what you got. Now, now they mm-hmm. what got you into gaming in general? Was it the RPGs? No, uh, I, like back in the day, I remember. Obviously, like Mario was probably the first thing I remember playing. Mario One, Super Mario Brothers um, was probably the first thing. My father uh, lived here in the U.S. when I was mm-hmm. a kid, and we lived back in DR. And one year he came to visit and he brought me a Nintendo <laughs> in the DR. And that was you were the coolest kid thing. The I was the coolest kid in the entire city. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> I had so many friends. <laughs> You're so popular. Okay. Yeah, so that's what got me into gaming to begin with. But um, yeah, no, I, I got into RPGs a little bit later on. Probably a little bit around the um, the Super Nintendo. Uh, era. Mm-hmm. I remember a lot of Square stuff in those times. Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI. Um, oh God, what the hell are those games? Like a top-down action RPG. Um, Legend of Mana. That yep. was really cool. Um, so that kind of stuff is what got me into RPGs. But if we're talking about like my favorite RPGs of all time, or just you know, just off the top of my head, what I can, what I can sort of remember, really, really enjoying. Obviously, Final Fantasy VII and Nine on PS One are all classics. Basically, I really enjoyed all three of those. Final Fantasy Nine is really underrated. I feel, and I know you agree. Yes. Uh, with that, Maurice. Give me that tale. <laughs> main character's tale. That was that was it. That was, that was a weird game, but it was really cool. Uh, Grandia, really underrated, really cool game. Um, they they put out a couple sequels uh, on that. They had one on the Dreamcast, Grandia Two, which is one of the best games on that console. Grandia Two was great. Whoa. They did this thing where they had the uh, you know regular three D graphics in the battle. So you remember around that time is when um, like CG uh, movies they, they became kind of really famous with Final Fantasy actually, where you would have the CG cutscenes. So what they did was they integrated that into the battle system of the game. So you would just be fighting and all of a sudden you'd like rattle off this giant spell and a freaking movie would just start playing <laughs> during the fucking battle. And you'd get like an entire meteor just crashing into the battlefield. So they did this hybrid thing where you'd have this CG movie playing with your 3D bat. It was dope. Like that game was mind blowing at the time. Uh, so Grandia 2 was dope. Grandia 1 is, is yeah, one of the better games on the PS1. Really cool. Uh, Xenogears. You guys remember Xenogears? Yeah, yeah. Square. Yeah. Uh, that game was really controversial because of its use of, uh, like, religion and its plot and stuff like that. That was really controversial. I remember there were, like, uh, Christian groups who were, like, boycotting the game at the time that it came out. Um, I don't think that game... It, like, it was a really small print run, too, of that game. I don't know why anybody would have gotten all, you know, mm-hmm. their freaking panties in a bunch about that. But they did, and uh, that, that, that game is actually really good. And it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with the stupid controversial stuff that, that, that got everybody's attention. Yeah. Uh, I already mentioned Breath of Fire 3 and 4, really cool. Uh, Suikoden 2 and 3. Suikoden 2, PS1. Suikoden 3, PS2 game. Those games are fantastic. Uh, Suikoden 4 and 5 were also came out for PS2. Those were pretty decent. But Suikoden 2 is like a classic. That game is that had a ridiculously small print run. Uh, and you can get it on eBay for like over 100 bucks. It's pretty expensive mm-hmm. to get that game. But those are classics. If you have a chance to play those, they might be on the PlayStation Store for PS3. Uh, if you have a chance to check those out, really, really cool games. Um, Shadow Hearts, Kingdom Hearts, and uh, more recently, Nino Kuni. Nino Kuni was dope. Victor might not agree with me. I played 
so much of that. Like, so we, we've talked about how we just don't have time to play RPGs anymore. That game... I made the time. <laughs> I love Studio Ghibli so much. They're some of my favorite filmmakers. They got together uh, with Bandai Namco and made this RPG that basically uh, is a really charming story about this young kid who loses his mother and he goes off into this like fantasy world uh, transported by this like goblin thingy that comes to life when his tear hits it. Uh, when he's crying about his mama dying and uh, he basically goes on a world saving quest you gather a party there's a freaking overworld map battles so like it's it's just it was cla- all the classic rpg stuff that i was missing came out just at the right time and that game was awesome super like difficult game it's kind of like rpg like original uh traditional um japanese role playing game mixed with pokemon so you could like collect creatures. A Pokemon, there's like an RPG I can get yeah, behind. 151 Pokemon. for life, bro. Fuck all you extra <laughs> shit. Ron Rousey was the moderator of a Pokemon forum, by the way. What? <laughs> yes. I learned that recently. Get it, Ronda Rousey. And she wore an over 9,000 shirt to WrestleMania. She oh, did? Yeah. yeah. Ronda Rousey. She should be a guest on the show. She'd be like a great. nerd queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you, Vic? Was it RPGs that got you in? I don't know. Um, uh, I remember like. Like, the earliest I got into video games, overall, I was, like, five. Like, my mom took me to one of her friend's houses, and her friend's son had a regular Nintendo NES. And the earliest games I, I remember playing were Mega Man 2. Mm, uh, that was the theme that I just played a few minutes ago. Woo! Yep. Nice. Uh, Batman, the video game. That was actually good. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I had a really good Oh, age. shit, you know what's a good fucking Sega game? Power Rangers. Fucking Power Rangers. <laughs> Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, to be exact. Power Rangers, yeah. the movie was really good yeah. for Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Batman, the video game. That had a, that had a really good 8-bit soundtrack, yeah, too. Yeah, um, DuckTales. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love and, some uh, DuckTales. And, uh, and the first Super Mario Brothers. Those are the yeah. first games I remember playing. Nice. And ever since then, I was like, oh my god. This is your friend's system? Man, your friend was rolling. <laughs> yeah. Damn, son. Yeah, I was like... Ever balling, s- kid. Yeah. yeah, ever since then, I was like, video games... This will be a beautiful friendship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had two older brothers, so they always had the newer things. Like, I remember playing Link's Awakening. It was my brother's Game Boy, the original yeah. one, the huge one. I remember staying up all night playing Zelda mm-hmm. on the original Nintendo. And I remember getting the N64 near my birthday. It was, just, it was magical. I was just always played. And I've always had siblings and friends and lots of cousins to play lots of games with, so I played a lot of couch co-ops slash multiplayer split screen a lot. Yeah. But, so that's why I love fighting games so much. Mm, yeah, yeah, because that yeah, that whole multiplayer online thing is just, it makes me sad sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love beat 'em ups and I love fighting games to this yeah. day for that very reason. Yeah. Those are the games that are more conducive to couch co-op. I mean, the first SOCOM experience where someone told me to S their D it was really special to me and everything. <laughs> but you know what? I've kind of moved on. Oh goodness! What but, are your favorite RPGs, Vic? Oh, favorite RPGs. Oh man, um, definitely got to put Final Ten up in there. Yeah. Uh, Final Ten, Super Mario RPG. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Chrono Trigger. Of course. Um. Yep. Oh, Chrono Cross. I don't know why I forgot that game. I love that game. That was good. You that know, was good. Not I, not as good as Trigger. I I for years I've tried to get into the game, but I just couldn't. <laughs> I and then Victor Chrono Cross yeah. like twice. Yeah. He. I even borrowed the strategy guide from Aris, and I just never could get into the game. I still have it though. I still mm. have it for the PS One. There you go. But just because you still have my copy of that game? No, that's my copy of the game, Chrono Cross. I bought it. You you only borrowed the strategy guide. Damn old 
better be. <laughs> yeah, we have to go snoop around and pick this place pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, which reminds me, Aris, when am I going to get my Ocarina of Time back? Whatever you want. <laughs> You're just going to buy it on eBay. You're literally at my house this weekend. You could have asked me before then and I would have yeah, given it to you. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, it's safely stored. Yeah. Buy, buy it on the eBay. Yeah, but uh, RPGs, uh, I played a lot of them, but I don't know. I played a lot of good ones, but I don't know what I would rank as like my all-time yeah. favorite. Not for the hell of it, I'll put Final 12 in there too, since you know it, need, it needs more love. In my the only opinion. problem with Final 12 is it didn't have a super awesome love story, which I love so much. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Final 12 is kind of the black sheep of that series for me. I don't know. Oh, the modern ones, anyway. Yeah, I think, yeah. Nine was just interesting because it was right before the big PS2 push, so kind of got lost yeah. in the shuffle. That was a good game, though. Yeah, they're, they're all really good. I want them to come back and make another good one. We won't get into that newer stuff. We've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Now, it's time for everyone's part of the show. Whoa, you're not going to say what your favorite RPG is? My favorite RPG? I, all of them. I love them all. <laughs> Final Fantasy X. Boom. Number one. I, I've kind of mentioned them all, so okay. I don't want to rehash. Fair. Fair. I don't want to rehash. Breath of Fire 3. Excited. Yeah, I mentioned them all. I mentioned okay. Um, now it's time for audience emails. I feel like we need some sort of like Mega Man song playing right now for audience emails. <laughs> look it up. Wait, what? Are you talking about some classic 16-bit tunes? Is that what you is that what you're requesting right now? There it is. It falls off faster than mine is, so that's why I didn't do it. We- hey, guess what we have right now? Emails, 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 emails. I'll be ready to do that every single week because that is the new intro to emails. <laughs> Aloha, movie love, Christian Air. <laughs> that is the subject line of the first email. All right, I, 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 man, I've, we can play that through the entire. This is such a good. Wait, you want to play that through the entire? So good. That would be annoying, but I love listening to that so much. Hi, friends. Thanks for posting this questionnaire. I decided to answer a few and kill some time at work. Miss you all, Angela. So we asked some uh, some listeners to send in what they got uh, for some of their questions. Uh, what's the first movie you remember seeing and what impression did it make on you? The Little Mermaid. I've always wanted to, I've wanted to be a mermaid ever since. Huh. My wife really likes that movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. The yeah. best part is on the VHS cover, all those dildos. Um, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Disney did that a lot. Oh, sorry, Baker. <laughs> There was a lot of phallic imagery on the original case of that. It's yeah. true. You can go online and find it. There's oh, a ton of penises on there. Good movie, though. I refuse <laughs> to let you two sully. Great movie. Disney. What? <laughs> Wasn't Disney like a huge racist? Well, he sullied himself. That was a different time, okay? Let's move on. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. Come on, leave Hulk Hogan out of this. <laughs> uh, what's the first movie you ever walked out of? I've never walked out of a movie, but the first movie I saw people walk out of was Zoolander. Idiots. That's huh. classic. That's a really good movie. I liked it a lot. Did you walk, was that you right. walking out of I recently there? watched half of Zoolander. Oh, you just watched the whole thing. It's really good. <laughs> oh, I was at somebody else's house. I was ah. traveling. Yeah. And it was just on their TV. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's Zoolander. <laughs> oh, check this out. It's really good. I saw half of it. It was still... It was, didn't hold up as well as I thought. <laughs> it's getting a sequel. I'm a little nervous. It's one of those movies that shouldn't have a sequel, but we'll see how that goes. Um, what's the funniest film you've ever seen? Uh, most of my favorite movies are comedies, so I'll just list a few that are among the funniest I've ever seen. Heavyweights. Fucking classic. Uh, Adam's Family Values. Robin Hood. Men in Tights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's such a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Zoolander. I laughing so hard at that. Wet Hot American Summer. Um, 
yeah, man, yeah. Those are all really good movies. Um, Adam, I love Adam. I love the Adam Sandler movies. Those are I'm a big fan of those. I and also really likes those. <laughs> Her and Angela <laughs> really best friends. Similar taste. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the saddest film you've ever seen? Uh, Black Beauty, Fox and the Hound. That is really sad. <laughs> My life starring Michael Keaton. A movie I've only been able to watch once. Vic, do you, I've only, I, Fox and the Hound. I can say for sure, and it's a terribly sad movie. I've seen the other ones though. Bambi. Maybe it's only like the first like 10 seconds Fox <laughs> now is like they build you up just to break you down um, what's the scariest film you've ever seen Child's Play The Blair Witch Project The Exorcist Fire in the Sky mm. Fire in the Sky was the alien one yeah that one's yep. pretty scary yeah Maybe. especially if you're younger and you're watching like Child's Play because you have like a toy and you're like fuck yeah, Child's Chuck is creepy as hell man yeah. when I was a kid whew. yeah um, what's the most romantic film you've ever seen the Alden Alda classic same time next year uh, this movie where they like meet up once every year, like a special diner or something like that. I have not seen it. I've heard her talk about it a lot, and it sounds romantically romantic. <laughs> um, is there a movie that you think is great or powerful or perfect that you never especially want to see again, and why? We need to talk about Kevin. Mm. She didn't say why, though. Was yeah. Is it really sad? Yeah, it's about this uh, mother who has to deal with her kid who oh. committed a school shooting. Oh, shit! I know, yeah, I don't oh. actually... That sounds terrible. Yeah, that was terrible. I actually saw that. It was terrible. I don't want to see it again. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm not going to watch it once. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. That's a rough movie. Yeah, that is rough. Uh, what movie have you seen three, uh, more times than any other? Uh, Cry Baby by John Waters. Grease, Beauty and the Beast, Wayne's World, and probably Superbad. Yeah, Beauty yeah. and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Get it. Yeah. Um, what's, the most visually, what's the most visually beautiful film you've ever seen? Uh, the Royal Tenenbaums. That's a good huh. movie. That's an interesting hmm. choice. I like that one. That was a good movie, though. Uh, who are your favorite leading men, past and present? Uh, have I seen anything with Paul Rudd is in it? Yeah, Paul Rudd. This is probably both pleasure and pain. Also, River Phoenix, Bill Murray, Hyaquin Phoenix, Keanu Reeves, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Rest in peace. Really into Michael Fassbender lately. I like Michael Fassbender. That's actually... I'm trying to think. Yeah, those are some, some of those were in there that we did not mention. Oh, man. Can I just interrupt this email to just mention real quick? Better be quick. Yes, I will be. Sorry, Angela. Since our last recording, mm. and we failed to mention the fact that Rowdy Roddy Piper died, man. Oh, yeah. That was one of the emails. So we'll get to oh, that. was it okay? That's <laughs> just terrible. That is terrible. That is awful. Well, I was actually going to mention it last week, but obviously we got pushed Rest back. Peace, Rowdy Roddy yeah. Piper. We, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, uh, who your favorite leading ladies, past and present? Kind of a girl cliche, but I love Audrey Hepburn, director and influence on my mom. I also love every movie Cher has ever been in prior to 2003. Yeah. Uh, Catherine O'Hara, Francis McDormand, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Angelica Huston. Houston? Houston. Uh, Houston. Uh, perennial favorites include Winona Ryder and Christina Ricci. Super recent is Melissa McCarthy and Amy Adams. Uh, favorite modern filmmaker? Paul Thomas Anderson, Wes Anderson, Woody Allen, Sorry World, The Coen Brothers, presumptuously Mr. John Hughes. Yeah, I said the word the right that time. I like John Hughes. I like his 80s. That's why I love non-other team movies so much. <laughs> uh, favorite, least favorite modern filmmaker, M. Night Shyamalan, and Tyler Perry. Yeah. Yes. Vic, <laughs> <laughs> you love Tyler Perry so much. Fuck no. <laughs> what film do you love so much that people seem to hate? Grease 2? Interesting. That's a thing? Yeah. I didn't even know there was a Grease 2. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what film do you hate? Is John most? Travolta in that? No. Oh, no. get the hell out of here. No, the only person was in the, the pink-haired one. Whatever her name Olivia Newton-John? No, she wasn't in it. Who was Pinky? Who was the one that had pink hair? Oh, man. Whatever. What film do you hate that most people love? Braveheart and Gladiator? Wow. Dang. Damn. 
You. <laughs> Me and I don't know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> Cup of deep. Angela? <laughs> what do you miss the most for... for Especially with Gladiator. Like, I might have been okay if she said Braveheart. Yeah, I do Braveheart. How do you hate Gladiator? I don't know, but I love it so much. I know. So much. Um, right. What aspect you of the movie going... You should probably never just talk to Angela again. <laughs> Your challenge that you miss the most... Uh, my grandfather would never buy popcorn in the theater. He would make it beforehand, put it in a paper shopping bag, and I'd have to smuggle it under my shirt worked every time. <laughs> that actually sounds delicious. <laughs> um, thought twice about our relationship because if you disagreed. Someone defriended me and blocked me on Facebook after I said the second Sex in the City movie was bad. I see this person occasionally, but they don't speak to me, probably because I have a better taste in movie than they do. That is a true story, and it sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, movies you always dream about, E.T., just like me. And very last... What concession stand item can you not live without? I never buy anything from the theater, but I always bring Mike and Ike's. Hmm. Good call. Cool. And I was just kidding about that stuff I said about you hating those movies. <laughs> Everybody's taste is different. It's fine that you do not like those movies. Those classically awesome movies. It's okay. Two more here. Uh, from John, friend of the show. Subject line, Rowdy Racist Wrestlers. Oh. Sup, fuckwads. My power is out at home, so I need to write this from work. Hope they don't listen. LOL, who are we kidding? Maurice touched on this briefly, being the only white man on the show, the mayonnaise and the rye bread sandwich. I can understand why he would be uncomfortable talking about it. The Hulkster said some straight up awful stuff, like I saw the story, said, lol, it can't be that bad. Looked up the transcript and said, lol, it's so bad, hashtag racist. And then I went on my phone to make sure Matt already knew. He did. His tears taste delicious. <laughs> now that aside, what are y'all opinions on recording people during their lowest moments? Like, think of the worst shit you've ever said if it was released, recorded... To the general public, would you remove? Would you be removed from Codex Pine podcast? Yes. I feel like that happens every single week. <laughs> Personally, if they right record, here. If they recorded me while I played NHL and Xbox Live, I would probably be banned for life for threatening the well-being of several 11 and 13 year old children. <laughs> I'm not kidding. If they let one more soft in goal, I'll fucking kill them. This situation reminded me of that rich, insane douchebag who owned the Clippers, Donald Sterling, I think. He was a known racist and said truly ridiculous, terrible shit, like so bad and over the top. It was borderline humors. Uh, can't trust Magic Johnson. He has AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> Is it okay, though, for that woman to record him without him knowing it and basically reasoning it after holding it against him as a form of blackmail? Do we really want to know what everyone says behind closed doors? That's some serious 1984 shit. Book reference for Vic. <laughs> Discuss this, uh, don't leave, uh, oh, I just read it out loud. Whoops. John's Rambling Quarter. Rhode Island was hit by some sort of weather event this morning, last week. I thought I was literally going to die. I forced my family into the basement while I took photos on my phone as shit flew all around the neighborhood. I looked my pug meatball dead in the eyes and cried and said, man, oh, he cried and I said, man up. He nodded at me slowly and gave me a high five. How was the morning for you guys? We discussed that recently. We've discussed that. <laughs> I'm glad you made it out alive though, John. Rowdy Rowdy Piper died. Remember that time I mentioned they live in an email and then he died two weeks later? Does that mean if I mention the ref from our flag football league, he will also die? JK, if you hear this, dude. That's <laughs> terrible. Rowdy Ronda Wright, Rousey. That dude does suck, though. Is the most polarizing figure in America right now, not only in sports, but just in general. Something about a woman who could crack my head off with her thighs is insanely attractive. If I ever saw her in public, I'd ask her to kick me in the crotch. <laughs> wow. Kill, kill, Mary, screw. Roger Goodell, Adolf Hitler, and Nickelback. The entire band counts as one. Thanks for the time, boys. Maurice, if you miss kickball this week, I'll hunt you down and say racist things to you in private. Peace, Johnny. <laughs> Um, Mary F. Kill, I would, I'll say this real quick, I'll kill it, Adolf Hitler, mm -hmm. I would marry Nickelback, because they're very, you know, they have a lot of money, mm -hmm. I can, I'll be happy, mm -hmm. I guess I'd, I would hate F. Roger Goodell, <laughs> those are my three. <laughs> would it be controversial if I kill Roger Goodell? <laughs> <laughs> what would you do with Hitler? <laughs> 
take football way too goddamn seriously. <laughs> Jesus right. Christ. I would kill Roger Goodell. Oh, my God. I would marry Hitler so I could keep an eye on him. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you That's fair? That's fair. fair. Do you hear That's yourself? Harris, do you hear yourself? That's totally fair. Listen, I could change that man. Okay? Right. How, can you, how do you change Adolf Hitler, Mr. Third Reich? As you watch him exterminate Jews, you think, oh, I can change that man. I'll, I'll keep an eye on him. And the third one, whatever the third thing was from Nickelback. You'd marry Nickelback. <laughs> no, you know, no, you would F Nickelback. All of them in succession. Sweet! <laughs> Nick, what you got? Right. I, <laughs> you're, Aris, like they said in the original 300, yeah. I am not their king. Right. I would not be gentle. <laughs> your, your, your answer is so batshit bonkers wrong. I, I, I can't even. I won't even. I, I, can, I can see what he's coming from. You would, you would marry Adolf Hitler. Wait. One of the most evil men wait. in human history, but you would kill an NFL commissioner. Right. This is Brendan Tillman here in four games. There's nothing Fucking worse than that. hell, guys. There's nothing worse than that. Wait, is this oh NFL pre-World War II or post-World War II? It doesn't fucking matter, <laughs> oh, okay. Maurice. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, it's just Adolf Hitler, yeah. bro. <laughs> That's right. We can skip your three if you'd like. I stand by my answer. <laughs> oh, my God. Aris, your way of thinking is fucking wank. Wankler. Listen, man. Wankler. I would stop him from killing all those Jews. Right. I'd set up, like, really nice picnics with me and Adolf Hitler. I'd keep so he doesn't turn his mind towards killing an entire race. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Move on to the next email, Maurice, because I think we're going to catch a case for, with, with this shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> next email from Firm, <laughs> episode 9. What's going on, boys? Thank you for all the love for the Patriots. You're welcome. Season's around the corner, and I can't wait. Wanted to also quickly give my input on the Roger Ebert questionnaire, so here it goes. Leading male actors, Tom Hanks, Matthew McConaughey. Funniest movie. No one said Talladega Nights. Wow. Borat was insanely funny as well. I didn't really like Talladega Nights as much for some reason. It just yeah. didn't really resonate with me. Mm. Um, visuals. Gotta go with Avatar. Also love the way it looks. Final Fantasy Advent Children. That was a good one. Yeah, uh, for cool. Visually, definitely. Uh, scariest movie. I'm actually going to agree with Victor and say The Exorcist was the scariest to me. Paranormal Activity. Fucking right firm. And the acting done by Victor as Raul was very scary too. <laughs> movie that made me cry. Homeward Bound. That was really sad. Movie I almost walked out of, True Buddies, when Raul appeared on screen. Until next time, your boy, Furman. Thanks, Furman. That's our emails for today. Oh, man. Keep sending in those questionnaires. We'll read them. We'll read them. Oh, that was really good. Uh, <laughs> send us your thoughts, folks. Yeah. Hey, who and, would you, who would yeah, you marry or who would you kill? And just, yeah. 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 I want to know. I want to know. I'm glad that Eris took the bit of a controversial step. I like that. I like that. We need a little controversy every once in a while. Please don't send us hate mail. Please. <laughs> CodexPrimePodcast at gmail.com. Yeah! <laughs> Facebook.com slash CodexPrimePodcast. Yeah. Uh, like us there. Uh, CodexPrimeCast uh, for Twitter. And yeah, send us your emails, thoughts, concerns, marry F. Kill. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that one. <laughs> Yeah, what's your, what's, your, what's your threshold on yeah. uh, the, the, you know, the thing I asked earlier? Yeah. When you just walk through a store and you're like, that's cheap enough, screw it. Yeah. It's your threshold there. Yeah. So uh, email us, let us know. Vic, what you get to plug? Uh, you can also follow me on the Twitter machine, at Victor Omoyo. That's O-M-O-A-Y-O. And you can also follow me on YouTube, youtube.com slash user, user slash V-Omoyo. Nice. 
Everyone, thank you for listening to episode 10. We're now in the double digits. Wow. Keep on Can't listening. Can't believe we made it this far without killing each other. I know. Yeah. Well, we came pretty close after that, <laughs> that last answer. Vic, I think I actually got out of this chair. <laughs> what, Everyone, am, <laughs> what am I going to do with you two? Man? I don't know. Just keep an eye on us. You have to marry us, I guess. Uh, <laughs> everyone have a good week Open mid out of the storm okay We'll catch you all next time Hey later everybody Later oh, nerds Happy birthday again to my princess Aria I love her so much Peace I love you too Peace out <laughs> You thought we were done didn't you <laughs> We ain't stopping. This podcast is going four hours. We're just gonna listen to the whole piece of race soundtrack. Here's your music. Get it. Get comfy. Oh, it's so funky. <laughs>